Good morning, everyone. It is a Saturday. It's March 18th. It's 2023. It's seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Welcome to Open Brew Business with Tom and Shane. Tommy Goloff, your Saturday morning mayor in the house. Shane Matalman, half man, half amazing. We got him on our phone line because his camera and everything's kind of goofing up. So are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> All right. He is there. Uh, go ahead and get on uh, Skype, Shane, because uh, you sound better even if I can't see you. I'm trying. Well, I am. Oh, we got, right. You got through fine, so. Yeah, I know. Well, oh, my God. All right. right. Here we go. All right. Go ahead. You lead in. I will join when I can. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Hey, Tom and Shane, making radio again. Mental floss for your brain. Uh, Tom and Shane, living like it's still a free country. The only reason to have Saturday is to have Tom and Shane on, of course. So we're happy to be here with you. And uh, as you would, uh, well, today, today is National Awkward Moments Day, Shane. <laughs> Awkward Moments Day, <laughs> which we're having right now, I guess. Uh, and it's also National Biodiesel Day. So to all you uh, uh, fans of uh, biodiesel out there, uh, boy, we would like to uh, hear from you guys. So, so yeah, if you're out there uh, 18 wheeling it around. Uh, by all means, uh, let's uh, let's uh, talk about it. <laughs> and I can see him. I can see him. Oh my God, <laughs> this is serious. <laughs> oh my God, Did you see? Uh, see, I knew I knew you'd figure it out. <laughs> oh no, it was my computer that figured it out. I didn't. Well, yeah, well, that's what it is. So, all right, sounds good. All right, that works for me. Yeah. So awkward moments day, Shane. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> National well, it, it, it's suitable for our age and at this time, right? It's just, it, it's, it, it just seems so strange that we, we find ourselves in a, a, a situation that we have to, have to self-identify with awkward moments. I know, yeah. So could, I don't know. Could someone give me a break, please? Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you though. Yeah, me neither. Well, unfortunately, uh, the Wait, uh, Bobcats. Does it mean either or mean neither? I don't know. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, the Bobcats fell to Kansas State last night. Uh, played a, a good game. Stayed with them for most of the game, but um, boy, yeah, uh, it was a, only a ten-point game. But the, the thing I found so incredible was to discover that what three or four of the players on Bobcat team were from England. <laughs> Could be. I I didn't. They, well, I missed that. Are, yeah, so. the, the the four principal mm -hmm. um, African American players are all from England. Yeah. Of course, they're all over six foot. They're six eight to six ten and two hundred and yeah thirty to two hundred and fifty pounds. But yeah, it was quite a quite a, I was impressed. That was sort of cool. Yeah. Well, uh, being from England or not. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, boy, they couldn't get any shots to drop, no. Shane. I mean, they were throwing no, I, bricks I up the there. Man, game. oh, man, it was just not good. So They could have easily won by 20 points. Easily. I think so. Yeah, if they'd have made uh, half yeah. their shots, it uh, would have been yeah. a game. So, Well, I don't know. I've been in that situation before, and uh, when they fall, they do. And when they don't, uh, man, there's not much you could do about it except keep putting but them up and... Look at FD, uh, FDU beat Purdue number one seed against number sixteen seed first round, first yeah. time or se second time in the history of you know 
March Madness mm-hmm. has ever happened. Yeah. So it happened 16 years ago or something to Virginia, but they came back yeah. and won it the next year. So yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. But they got knocked out in the first round. So, yeah, it's only happened twice. Yeah. Well, uh, one of the Purdue players put their fist through the whiteboard in the dressing room. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. They were, well, they, you know, and, and the thing is, is it's a round robin, the whole tournament. So, yeah. you know, it's the the best against the, the the least, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just a, you know, if one game, there's no, you know, seven games or three games, right? It's just, it's a round robin. Yeah. You're... Which makes it, which makes it exciting and, and. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's quite incredible because most of the games were either a difference of 10 or a difference of just one, you know, and one, one in the last couple of minutes or a blowout, 20 points. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's the whole range. But it, it's quite fascinating watching these young men. They're all pretty much 18 to 21. The, mm-hmm. the senior on the Bobcats was in his fifth year yeah. mm-hmm. above university. So I, I guess he's... Trying to extend it as long as you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how that works. I know, uh, uh, you know, certain uh, players aren't eligible till they've been there for a while, and yeah, you can redshirt that, uh, that uh, yeah. keeps your eligibility that, that, another year. And I think he was injured. I think he broke his leg. Uh, yeah, his first I remember. Year, yeah. yeah, that's so. what they said. And the, the one thing I found sad too, though, is that the uh, stadium was empty. It, like there, there was no one there. Well, Literally. it wasn't a marquee game. I know, and that's too bad because yeah. I think I think the Bobcats are marquee. Well, they're marquee here, but uh, you know Montana State against uh, Kansas State. Uh, who knows? Who cares? You know. So. <laughs> well, they're down to thirty-two teams, sixty-four yep. to thirty-two now. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you know th- this weekend starts uh, tonight. Uh, you know the the move mm-hmm. from thirty-two to Sweet Sixteen. Yep. And they'll play the championship game, I think, next Monday night, a week from tomorrow, I think. Yeah, whatever. Yep. I thought it was 22 days. I think there's another week. Because you got to go from the 64 to 32 to 16 to 8. Next week is the Sweet 8. And then the following weekend is the the Sweet 4 and then the final game, I think. They always play on Monday night, right? Well, the championship's always on Monday night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not sure what's going on there. So, but everyone's brackets got blown up uh, the first weekend, which is great because you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> a couple of teams that were supposed to win the tournament, they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Shane, I came across an interesting story that's not on uh, not on your list, but uh, we're we're gonna, before we get to the banks, which people probably want to hear about. But uh, anyway, the uh, the captain of a, of a United Airlines flight due to take off from New York uh, JFK Airport on the morning of 9-11 has said he believes his plane was intended to be a fifth aircraft in the terrorist plot. The uh, pilot was sitting on the tarmac, uh, tarmac rather, uh, in the cockpit and uh, waiting to take off when they uh, requested all flights back to the gates. Uh, he later learned box cutters were found on a plane parked at the neighboring gate, and he believes a ground crew assisting the terrorists got the wrong plane thwarting any attempted attack. So there might have been a fifth plane there somewhere, Shane, to hit uh, something else in uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. or 
or New York well, City. They, 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 yeah, they, they wanted to take out the Capitol and the White House. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that was what their intention yeah. was. So yeah. a plane that big couldn't have been shot out of the sky, no matter what they have on top of the White House. And if they if they went into the dome of the Capitol, little it would have collapsed into itself. Oh yeah, and sure. Yeah, that, so that's what they yeah. were after. You know? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm and you got the one in 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 wasn't it Pittsburgh or in Pennsylvania that went down in the field. So yeah, uh, you mm -hmm. know they they hit the def, you know the Department of Defense. So mm -hmm. it probably would have been uh, the Capitol. Uh, mm -hmm. White House and probably something like the Washington Monument. Yeah. You know, some, you know, they, they want to like that. Yeah. Things. Well, the Washington Monument's not far from the White House, so they could use that yeah, as a just, landmark uh, to. That's right. There. It's, yeah, they're into the reflecting pond. Yeah, no, that's Lincoln Memorial. Sorry. Well, anyway, um, yeah, there's a good chance that someone was plotting to try to use uh, our airplane as a weapon of mass destruction. They said, and. Uh, United 23 did not feature uh, in the official report of 9-11 Commission, and there were never any confirmed arrests of those on board, but the U.S. officials have not commented on the years of speculation about the flight being a possible fifth plane planned for the attack. So, Wow, more conspiracy. Out of there's it. news you won't hear anywhere else. <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, you we, know, shouldn't, we shouldn't even think about that. Yeah, it's pretty bad what happened. Yeah. So. Well, Silicon Valley Bank, Shane, uh, their um, holding company is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protect, uh, protection in New York City. Uh, Silicon Bank collapsed last week under pressure from a liquidity crisis. I find that amazing uh, for two reasons. One, um, most uh, corporations in the United States, uh, you know, um, they're registered in Delaware, and that's because Delaware has like 200 years of precedent for business, you know, in, in their, you know, state law books. It's, uh, it's two, for taxes. Well, any corporation, all the major corporations are listed as a public or private company in Delaware. And in, anyway, 80% of them, it, whatever state, because, <laughs> uh, no, because of legal precedent that's been set in in suits and uh, bankruptcy and whatever other type of law that you want. Anyway, my point is, is that that was surprising. Number two, New York is uh, a strange awareness that that's, that's where they uh, incorporated because California, <clears throat> you know, has uh, you know far easier processes of, of being made <clears throat> into a company before you go public. Um, and it, the interesting thing about a, a, a private or a public company is it's, it's not bicameral like uh, um, our governments, you know, where there's two houses. <laughs> it's a unicameral. But the, you know, the executive branch is the uh, administrative branch. And then, of course, the, the board of directors is ba basically the Congress that oversees the, 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 you know, the executive branch and hires and fires everybody and then represents the shareholders. And and the shareholders can vote any day of the week to stay in and get out. So well, yeah, cool. no, that's that's certainly the way it went. So, well, Silicon uh, Valley Bank, of course, uh, they were uh, in big in tech stocks and startup companies. Uh, a lot of these companies have venture capital; they don't get loans from uh, S, uh, Silicon Valley. 
So uh, not being able to make many loans, they thought, well, hey, we'll buy treasuries. <laughs> they bought treasuries, and then the uh, pal comes along and kicks up the interest rate, and uh, boom, there you are. So <laughs> Shane's, having a, Shane's having a coffin fit this morning. But, uh, but yeah, that's basically what happened is that these treasuries, uh, the, um, uh, the uh, interest rate went up, and uh, they uh, weren't able to uh, uh, they weren't able to sell their bonds with the low interest rate, so uh, they found themselves in real trouble and extended themselves uh, you know extended themselves too far. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. So anyway, the company said in a statement that uh, SVB Securities and uh, SVB's capital, uh, funds and general partner entities are not included in the Chapter 11 filing uh, and continue to operate in the ordinary course as the company explores strategic alternatives to these businesses. And, of course, as we know, regulators shut down. They shut down the uh, uh, the uh, uh, bank uh, last week, a week or so ago. And then the FDC, the... Um, a federal trade federal trade commission fdic uh comes in to uh to bail out uh, all the uh all the depositors and uh, so that was uh somewhat unexpected i guess that uh, the fdic could do that and the way they do it they just charge the member banks a little more uh it's like you were uh it's like uh, your your house needs a new roof. Well, everybody in the neighborhood's going to chip in and help you pay for your roof. So that's what the FDI, uh, FDIC did, and uh, made the uh, made the company whole. So well, let's take some phone calls. Four zero six five two two eight two five five. Yeah, I see you, Shane. <laughs> You're there. I'm, I'm- Caller, what's going on? Hey, good morning, Glories. How are you? Good morning. Well, I tell you, uh, talking about awkward moments, it looks like President Trump, and he said this himself, he may get arrested Tuesday by this uh, nutcase uh, extremist uh, liberal there in uh, New York State for something that had nothing to do with his campaign or presidency at all. And, of course, that had to do with his um, Mm -hmm. unfortunate relationship with uh filmmaker that's Stormy Daniels. So I don't know what's going to happen here about 2024. I don't know how uh, he can get away from his past. Uh, it, it, it's following him like a, a coon dog on the trail. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, what you're, you're talking about this SVB uh, bailout, I... You know, that Silicon Bank was a bank of, of billionaires. Uh, it wasn't your average uh, mom-and-pop bank. And uh, it's not where your grandmother went to roll over her CD. And they funded uh, such crazy organizations. You know, it was a woke bank. You know, your, your BLM, you know George Soros was involved in that. And then they uh, committed $5 billion uh, to the uh, New Green Deal. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, the globalists should have bailed them out, uh, not the Americans. But you're, you're mentioning this FDIC, and I had thought the same thing, that in increasing the insurance, that's how uh, middle America would, would help bail them out. But I want to tell you, you know,
know what the bank, best banking system that I can think of, and it's one that our great 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 and our great great and our great grandparents always used. Uh, what they did is they'd go and get a big old pickle jar, and they'd eat the contents of the pickles, of course. They'd wash it and rinse it off and dry it real good, and they'd put all of their money and their coins in this in this jar, and they'd bury it someplace. That's the best banking system, I'm telling you. The only one that you can trust. What do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> Even better yeah, than that's... under the mattress. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're in trouble. That's not a good idea, Tom. Not a good idea at all. And then there's mice. You know, they might get in there and eat, eat, eat the money, too. You are right but, about uh, that. <laughs> hey, did y'all get out and get some green beers and Jameson whiskey yesterday on St. Patty's Day? Absolutely. You did? Yeah, I'm hung over. I'm hung over this morning. <laughs> well, well I, hey, I didn't do too bad myself. I had some beers, red beers. I like Kamala juice in mine. All right. And uh, some Jameson's. And I tell you, I'm not used to drinking that much, but I had three shots of Jameson's, I'm telling you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Good job, Nancy. Thanks for the call. Take care. All right. Yeah. Uh, did, I, you, I uh, that, uh... did you top any off yesterday, Shane, for St. Patrick's Day? Well, I, I, you know, I always have a green beer to my mom. I mean, the beer, beer wasn't green, but the bottle it came in was. So yeah. that that counts. So uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, from our text line, Shane four seven eight eight two nine eight. They're after you this morning, Shane. Uh, there, oh good. Yeah, there should be a law that says if you're inside a uh, riot, uh, stole from children's charity, and run a fake university and been arrested, uh, you can't run for president. Well, if he did any of those things and they were illegal, there's nothing wrong with a business failure. So, you know, give me a break. Uh, if you get arrested for paying off a porn uh, star, Republicans don't care. Party of morality. Well, seems like uh, Bill Clinton paid uh, Paula Jones 850000 uh, <laughs> and And that was from a judgment he didn't appeal that went all the way to the Supreme Court. So... I don't see the difference in this one. Uh, he paid Paula Jones hush money, so what's the what's the deal? Well, I, look, this this is a seven year old case. Number one, uh, when the case went to, to to court, which he did, she lost and ended up paying him. Mm -hmm. Yes, she had to pay all of his costs, so she yeah. owes him like five hundred grand. Uh, mm -hmm. Number three, this is an irrelevant thing. It's not even a federal crime. It's a it's a state uh, misdemeanor. So, you know, it, 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 it's ridiculous. And, uh, uh, oh, my God, Edwards, what, you know, Senator, Senator Edwards of, what, South Carolina? You know, he was uh, charged by, he was charged federally yeah. by uh, mm -hmm. similar claims, uh, mm -hmm. which, you know, 25 million and seven years later went to the Supreme Court and was thrown out. Yeah. So whether, whether this happens or not, um, it's in uh, Manhattan. Hopefully he'll find a couple of jurors uh, that will, if mm -hmm. it goes to trial, renege on it. But th this again goes back to the, uh, you know, the whole point of the Democrats. I mean, why do they keep wanting to make him a victim? I mean, all it does is harden people, more and more people, against mm -hmm. the Democratic Party and what they. And th this is such a fruitless thing with what's going on in New York City with all the crime. I mean, really, mm -hmm. this is what you're. This is what you're spending, you know, uh, taxes mm -hmm. on. To uh, find, you know, millions, of, I mean, literally millions have been spent to try and indict this man. And meanwhile, murderers and rapists and 
you know, snap and go and, you know, arsonists. They're roaming the city. It's, it's very mm -hmm. strange. Yeah. <laughs> From our text line, 478-8298, Ask Nancy if she's from Maine. I detect a uh, down east accent, and that's from uh, Rachel in Miles City. Rachel, uh, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys over there in Miles City. Uh, some time ago, the uh, downtown burned down. I think they had about five wow. stores they lost in Miles City. I was over there giving a talk uh, right after that happened, and it was so uh, yeah. between clearing my throat and trying to get back on on. Uh, uh, Skype. I, we. I. I don't want to skip over the Silicon Valley issue too quickly because mm -hmm. there was a point I did want to make. It's important. Uh, what, what you've defined and explained, everyone's talked about, is the FDIC is an insurance corp set up in 1933 by the uh, FDR administration to protect depositors. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So banks pay into it, and then if a, a bank goes down, everyone gets at least two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay, yeah. great. So you're paying for it because you're paying the fees the bank put in it to save over time. But mm -hmm. the point that's really important, no one's talking about, so we have to, is the fund only has a balance of $128 billion. I mean, that's a that's not even a tickle. It's not even a trickle. It's not even a raindrop of what has happened already and what's coming. Yeah. So when the FDIC runs out of funds to cover all these individual depositors, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden do the multi-billion dollar banks that have made multi-billions over the last 20 years with cheap money, do they ante up? Because, uh, you know, a group of them put $50 billion into that uh, New York bank, right, mm -hmm. over the week. So, like, yeah, I, I, I hope there is... Uh, redeemable about the FDIC because it will run out of money within the next 30 days because there'll be more. There'll be more failures. Absolutely. Hey, that's the end of this half hour. We've got to duck out of here, pay a couple bills, do some other stuff. It's Saturday. It's March 18th. It's 2023. It's Awkward Moments Day. <laughs> so if you're having one, uh, this is the day to have it. So... <laughs> When we come back, we got to talk a little bit about Dodd Frank because we've got texters that just don't understand how Dodd Frank works, Shane, and I will explain in detail where they're wrong right after this. Stay tuned. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. Welcome back, everyone. It's Saturday. It's March 18th. It's 2023. We're looking for a high of 44 degrees today and tomorrow. And we've got a caller waiting on the line. Uh, it's a great one. He's definitely ready. He's definitely ready. All right. <laughs> 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Jerry, you are on. What's happening, my friend? Uh, we're, uh, 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 Shane and I were having awkward moments. Uh, well, I, I don't doubt that. So now, I've had, now, now I've had three today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just. Just to close out what we were talking about, Shane, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you know the prior job of your deputy prime minister, what, what that per individual was uh, doing and, and before she became deputy prime minister? Do you have any idea? I, I don't know. Working in a high school teaching girls how to sew with, uh, you know, a, I don't know, some kind of no, ridiculous she was, outfit. Uh, she was, she was uh, George Soros' uh, personal biographer. Oh, my gosh. How true. special is oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. True story. 
But I just thought I'd update you on that and then uh, keep you from having an awkward moment. And speaking of awkward moments, the Mexican president says that uh, the fentanyl crisis in America is, get this, guys, it's because we don't hug our kids enough. That's right. That's right, yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm just flabbergasted. I did not know that. That was, uh, that was quite a revelation to me. And um, Shane and Tom, do you think when Biden waived the FDIC cap on reimbursement for these uh, individuals who invested in the uh, Silicon Valley Bank, it sounds to me like he's trying to nationalize the banking system. Does that uh, does that make sense? Well, anytime yeah. anytime they come in and take over, yeah, that's nationalization. I would by the uh, even the broadest definition. <laughs> well, and, and I would say if authority? you listen to all the bobbleheads, Jerry, this week, you know the, the whole conversation was around you know getting rid of uh, of these regional small banks. So there's just you know five big banks. Oddly enough, in eighty six, eighty seven, when uh, you know Reagan went through the commercial collapse of uh, savings and loans. At that time, there were over 16,000, 16,000 banks, savings and loans, and, and small banks in your country. And now, now you're down to 1,500. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's 10 percent of what it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Well, I, I I was just under the impression that this guy with his pen and executive order, he can do anything. But, you know, mm -hmm. to have him waive to have the FDIC tell the FDIC to waive, that's incredible to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and 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 Janet Yellen's out there saying that the fees paid by the banks are going to, uh, you know, will will uh, uh, cover the expenses. Who pays the fees for these banks? Well, it's the small person or the individual. Well, yeah, exactly. Who, mm, sure. Yeah, it's a small yeah. depositor. Well, mostly it's yep. bank fees. You know, where they uh, the uh, banks uh, cash the biggest checks first. And you know, bounce the smaller ones. So yeah, yeah. And 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 she was in front of Congress, really showing her incompetency. But she did admit that the government was responsible for the SVB failure. Yeah, that's and true. The, and America and Americans will bail out uh, mm -hmm. Chinese investors who were invested into this bank through those uh, startup companies. Yeah. And she won't release, mm -hmm. and she won't release the uh, suspicious activity reports. And those are the reports that are mm -hmm. uh, handled by the Treasury Department for any kind of nefarious um, uh, activity in, in finance. Oh but no, no, the committee, no, the committee got them. The, um, they got well, they uh, reports. Uh, yes, last week, and uh, they get, got the names of five of uh, uh, the Biden family. One, one name they didn't, so they've asked for those reports. They'll, they said they'll have them on Tuesday. But uh, right now, it's uh, uh, the guy that set it up, uh, Steve, whatever his name, he got a million. And then he spent, split the other million up with uh, 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 Hunter, the big guy, Hunter's sister-in-law, who he was sl sleeping with after his brother died, and uh, and a brother, a brother of Biden, uh, one one of his brothers got money, so yeah, it's right. getting closer but, there, buddy. But Shane, uh, the, the suspicious activity reports I was referring to were, were definitely the ones that were involved in this bank. Yeah, this we're, we. I I wasn't sure how we got from SVV to to uh, to, I, to Biden. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're talking about the Silicon Valley. Yeah, bank. we're talking I about apologize. the we're talking about the risk assessment reports. Right. Yeah, that which is yep. transactions yep. Uh, const, 
Consistent transactions of $10,000 or more or greater sums. Yeah. Okay, right. Well, I don't know if you heard this woman when she was in front of uh, Congress, this Yellen individual. She doesn't <laughs> sound very – how should I say it? Not She doesn't sound very knowledgeable, and, and, mm -hmm. and it, it's like she's very weak in her positions. And she couldn't explain it, 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 economics 101. And I know, Tom, I better get off the phone because you wanted to explain yeah, something it, to the it, testers yeah. out there. No, it's a great one. Don't you remember? She, be, before Powell, she was the federal chair, Fed chair. Yeah. She used to run the Federal Reserve. She used to run the Reserve, yeah. Before I'll she be became gone. treasurer. Yeah. I'll be. Is, is that a demotion or a promotion when that happened? Well, it, it was an Obama appointment. Yeah, it it watered down both. Uh, <laughs> it sure did. Yeah, it's like it when sure I moved did. to Montana, I I raised the IQ of both states. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I lowered it, so we're even. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call. All right. You All betcha. Right. Take care, guys. All right, take That's it easy. All right. It's a good line, Eagle Man. You should keep that one. Well, I that. I've used that a time or two here and there. So I I like yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I was going to get into Dodd-Frank here because somebody sent me a uh, text about it. Um, let me see if I can locate it here. Um, well, a couple things we've got to get out of the way, Shane. Uh, can't be African-American if they're from England. <laughs> March Madness sucks. That's from Gay. Uh -huh. And uh, Shane said four African-American basketball players were from England. How does that work? <laughs> so... <laughs> No, go look it up. You, I, I had, I had, I had it up on my, I had it on a file. Hold on, I'll see if I still have the file. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, they, they can't. They they'd have to be English Africans, not African Americans. They'd have to be African England. I'm just trying to properly identify them, Tom. Oh well, well uh, to let everyone know, I don't use hyphenations for people okay. or groups. Well, uh, I think it's stupid. Sweet? It's stupid. You're just sweet. What it's a stupid. Sweet yeah. It's stupid. Uh, it's a stupid thing to do. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Uh, all I know is there's no big bank failures after Dodd-Frank until Trump gutted it. What could possibly go wrong with removing regulations? Well, let's talk about what regulations he removed. Banks of a certain size have to make risk assessment reports to the Banking Commission on a regular basis as to how much risk the bank is taking by making certain loans or buying bonds or treasuries or whatever the heck it is. And that amount uh, was, uh, well, uh, I don't know, I get conflicting, I think it's $100 billion. So, you know, small bank, let's say. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it used to be $50 billion, and then I think they raised it to $100 billion. So anyway, under Trump, they raised it to $250 billion. And what that means is that back in 2008, you heard the phrase, too big to fail. So they increased uh, the risk assessment on larger banks, the banks that had $250 billion or more. Smaller banks didn't have to make the, didn't have to make the uh, uh, risk assessment reports anymore, and that exempted, um, that exempted uh, SVP or SVB rather from making these reports. 
uh, because they were too small. They were only a $50 billion bank. So that's, Dodd-Frank didn't have anything to do with this. And any change to Dodd-Frank didn't have anything to do with this. Right. So there. There you go. A wise man once said. Yeah. Bay said, if not for the Republican Party protecting him, Trump would be in prison. How does a political party protect a politician? Give me that one, Shane. How, how do you protect them from the law? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's off my chart. I don't know. That's that's a little. Uh, that's a little. I don't know. Kind of silly. Oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we went through the Dodd Frank, so I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to deal with that again. So nothing wrong with stealing funds from, from funds from a charity. Uh, Republicans, who cares? Uh, Clinton was a dirtbag. You condemned him, but Trump, you give a pass. I'm not giving him a pass uh, for his for his uh, morality. I'm giving him. I'm giving him uh, five stars for what he did while he was in office. <laughs> and I'll do the same for Clinton. Clinton got rid of the uh, uh, got uh, work requirement into welfare, got people off welfare, and put them to work, which we've quit doing under Trump and uh, Biden. Uh, I felt safer when Mnuchin was Treasury Secretary. You know the guy who made billions from from the uh, TARP banks. Yeah, right. I liked him, too. There you go. Yeah. Okay, so uh, mm -hmm. Dubrile Bello, he's uh, 6'9", 240 pounds. He's from London, England, a senior yeah. from the podcast. And then you got uh, this guy, Luca Colsig. He's a 6'8", 215 from Bucharest, Romania. And then you have uh, Khalib Fuller. He's 6'5", 210, Ipswich, England. And then you have, uh, oh, here's the other guy, uh, uh, Great Osobar. He's uh, 6'8", and 245 from Bradford, England. Yeah. So th those are the, you know, those are the fellows I was referencing with regards to the Bobcats. Those are the those are the African Britons. Those are the African Britons. Okay, good deal. <laughs> uh, but look at the size of these guys: six nine, six eight, yeah. six seven, yeah. hundred and ninety pounds to two hundred and mm -hmm. you know forty five. I mean, these are these are not tiny tiny young men at nineteen or eighteen to twenty one. Yeah. Well, I was. Yeah, big boys. They're the big boys. I was 6'4 and 205 at 17. So. And you're still 6'4 and 245. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish. You, you haven't shrunk at all. <laughs> I have more chins than a Peking phone book. Oh, that's too bad. Do you know the uh, the world is upside down when Hunter Biden is trying to sue the computer repair man? Uh, if he wins this lawsuit, truly will have to be. I'll have to leave planet Earth on a spaceship if that takes so place. So I didn't believe my lying ears listening to the guys on TV. So I went and I searched it down and I looked at the filing and read through it. Again, mm -hmm. incredibly boring. And after an hour of reading, reading I, I was simply stymied by how lawyers 
can accuse this guy of abusing his rights um, by the explicit release of private information that they didn't that didn't come from the computers, and that he doesn't ex he doesn't acknowledge ownership of the computers, but his per personal rights were denied because uh, the computer was not returned to him. He signed a contract that said after 90 days, uh, if he didn't pay or pick it up, he abandoned it and it, it belonged to the shop owner to recover, mm -hmm. you know, the money owed. And, and on and on and on. I mean, like, it's... Now there, it's, it's a personal rights issue for his son with regard... I, I mean, this is... It's mm -hmm. lunacy, Tom. This is like getting beyond lunacy. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. Because if, if it goes to court, if it goes to trial, he has to go to discovery. So he, what, he's going to lie in discovery and say it's not his computer? Yeah. No, he will have to do that, so. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. like, it's just, wow. And back to Bernie Frank. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the uh, Bernie... Uh, Barney Frank. You know, this, yeah, Barney Frank and uh, Dodd Frank. I interestingly enough... Um, you know, the great thing about this that I, I great love is that uh, under uh, um, uh, the, our, our President Reagan, the Office of, of Thrift Supervision had been set up back in 88 because of the craft back then. And it, it, the Office of Thrift, this is good, was a United States federal agency under the Department of the Treasury that chartered, supervised, and regulated all federally chartered at state chartered savings banks and loans and savings and loans associations. It was created in 1989. So the, the first thing he, that this bill did was get rid of that. Uh, yeah. So there goes the oversight. Thank you there, Barney. You know, and, and everybody thinks that this was a great piece of legislation. But the bottom line, um, they uh, under uh, the Clinton, the uh, Bank, but the bank uh, leverage went from seven to nine, and then under the Dodd Frank, it went from nine to eleven. So I mean, you know, the the great thing about Dodd Frank was we don't want to supervise the banks, but we'll give them the right to you know <laughs> lend more money against your deposits. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. A, that was a thing. From our text line, 4788298, your explanation is exactly why SVB Bank failed, because under Trump, they no longer had to submit stress tests. Do you realize what you just said? Yeah, I did. That's not true, because <laughs> um, California um, and New York, um, unlike the other 48 states, um, they have their own, uh, basically, state SEC, securities uh, you know, fraud. And they have their own bank. Uh, mm, yeah, um, their own banking commission. Bank review mm -hmm. commission. Mm -hmm. So um, these banks aren't checked, you know, every three months. No, they're not checked every month. No, they're checked daily. They, mm -hmm. they have to file every day with the state, uh, you know, review boards um, information about their holdings and what they're doing and what's in it. And and nobody caught this. I mean, nobody looked at this and said. Boy, you're, you're sort of offside on this, and and you know you've taken you've you've taken no downside risk on it. Meaning, you know they they didn't you know buy any uh, puts on it to to get rid you know to sell 
um, debt in case they needed cash. And what this came down to is uh, the lack of cash to, to mm -hmm. pay the share to pay the depositors, like the people that are getting their two hundred and fifty grand. Like yeah. the bank didn't have the cash to pay the one or two percent interest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know exactly right. So. Yeah, what happened with the uh, Dodd-Frank situation, as I mentioned earlier, these smaller mm -hmm. banks were inundated with all this paperwork, and mm -hmm. uh, and nobody was reading it because there were too many of them. You pointed out how many small banks there were, and mm -hmm. because of the failure of Lehman Brothers and uh, Merrill Lynch and all of them in 2008, uh, they went. They raised the uh, rate of risk of, for the bigger banks because bigger bank failures would mean another 2008 or 2009. The right. risk assessment was was too uh, was too low for these bigger banks. So that's correct. So that's where we are. So and SVB found themselves when they couldn't make loans because. Nobody wants to make risky loans to these startup uh, tech companies. They went out and bought treasuries. Powell raised the rates seven times, and their treasuries are worth nothing. So that's right. In, in 2008, the whole reason that the, the, the banks that survived, uh, you know, after Lehman Brothers, was the government didn't know how bad it was, and so the, to make sure that nobody would go down, they forced them to take money for their balance sheets. Because the government didn't know where they stood, because they weren't weren't for any reason paying attention mm -hmm. to to what the bank's state of uh, finances were. So it, it, it they were you know they were throwing a a, a daisy chain uh, you know to the banks, and then said take this you can pay it back and the government the government will make some money we know you will the the ones that are good and the ones that aren't you know will survive. So mm -hmm. I mean it was. It was a bailout, but they got their money back. And the American people made money. So it was a pretty good deal because it was set up by Republicans. Yeah. Deregulating banks, what could possibly go wrong? Deregula deregulating train cars, what could possibly go wrong? Let's wait and see. Well, the bearing, the bearing <laughs> warning on the car that mm -hmm. caused the uh, East Palestine, Ohio train derailment failed. The alert failed. The alert failed because the, uh, what do you call the guy on the train with the little light? Conductor. The conductor, thank you. Yeah, the, he ignored the warning and didn't stop the train. If he'd stopped the train, nothing mm -hmm. would happen. Mm -hmm. That's all. He just ignored <laughs> it. He, he thought, oh, he tapped it, the screen like, oh, no, it's not. That's not real. I don't, no, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, my lying eyes are lying. There you go. Shane, who cares? Basketball sucks. <laughs> Well, to, to a large degree, I agree with you. You know, the, the big game is over. It's just a bunch of guys piling around a hoop. Yeah. It, it, it upsets me because they're so tall, all of them, even these guys in, in college. You know, the basket's 11 feet since they were two. It's 10 feet. I mean, whatever, 10 feet. Mm -hmm. So it should be 10 feet through college, and it should be 15 feet in the pros. You know, like, ch change it up, you know. Like, anyway, and so, uh, yeah, I, I don't particularly care for basketball but i like watching college because mm -hmm. it's a round robin and it's mm -hmm. you know when you when you see a guy shoot a 35 foot ball that goes like arcs like a rainbow in two seconds and you're watching this the clock go 0 0.02 0 0.01 boom 
0.00, and they win by one, right? Like, that's pretty cool, man. I, well, I, what I, is I, making the basket 15 feet going to do? Beg your pardon? Was, was I, make... I think just they make it more interesting game because they're so tall. I mean, if you're seven... If you're seven, if you're six eight, and you lift mm. your arms up, you know you're, mm. you're you're reaching twelve feet. Like it's ridiculous. Okay. All right. And they, oh, and then they, they have to hang from it to look good, right? Like, well, they hang from it so they don't come down on someone's feet and sprain yeah. an ankle. I mean, that's why they do it. Oh, that's good. I mean, okay. I I played. That's what that's what I did. I, I, I <laughs> you don't, you don't do that. that. <laughs> when was it? The eighties or nineties when they'd hang from that and shatter the glass? Oh something? yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a well. Uh, for for years, uh, you couldn't dunk. I couldn't dunk in a game. Well, you don't have to. You just stand there, lift your arms, and drop it. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> No, but oh. I, you know it's it's like baseball. You know, baseball to me, mm. again, it can be interesting. I love the movie Moneyball because of, you know, the, the run they made, twenty-one games and everything. But it's a game of mediocrity. I mean, if you hit two out of ten times at bat, you're great. If you hit three, you're an all-star. Mm -hmm. If you could hit three point five, you know, three point five times at bat, like that's that's not even. That's going to put that you in the world. That's going to put you in the uh, all it, of fame. It, it, on Mount Olympus as a god. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's mediocrity. Yeah. From our app chat line, AM 1450 KMMS on your smartphone chain. I heard this morning from uh, Michelle Rempel Garner that there are two bills in the House of Commons that will censor all news on Google, Facebook, and more or... Uh, or out of Canada? Did did China buy Canada? Well, yeah, you know, this is as ridiculous as this discussion about TikTok. You know, we they're they're going to bar TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's not the company; it's the the algorithm. It's you know, it's the public company being in the U.S. or not is irrelevant. It's the algorithm what they want to ban, and they, so they keep misrepresenting the whole thing. <laughs> to tell Americans, oh, we're doing something about TikTok. They're not doing anything. They're not talking about banning the algorithm. They're talking about banning the public company. Who cares? Well, they're talking about taking it off of the uh, uh, government workers' phones and laptops and whatever. Yeah, right. Like you won't be able to access it on your own. Give me a break, Thomas. Well, that's what they're... Well, then you no, get but fired. It's the you lose I your job. Know. Yeah, right. Sure, Tom. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> well, like, in Montana, you I, would. I'm sure they're all shaking in their boots. Oh, I'm my sure God. they I'm are. Lose my job <laughs> I, I, I loaded up an app. Oh, what about porn? Okay, you know, can't lose your job. What about what about gambling? No, no, can't lose your job for that. What about kitty porn and gambling? No, 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 no. Oh, but everything's yeah. all right. <laughs> all right. All right, that's going to do it. Hey, we come back. Uh, Ten more of Trump's action coming up at 9 a.m. We'll be right back. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m., it's Saturday. It's March 18th. It's 2023. It's 12 degrees and sunny outside. Looking for a high of 44 degrees today and tomorrow. Shane Matobin, half man, half amazing, on the line with me. And Tommy Galop, your Saturday morning mayor in the house. We've got a caller patiently waiting on line chain, so let's take a phone call before we get to Trump's policies. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Morning, guys. I wanted uh, maybe a little bit of humor. You know, the ICC issuing that warrant on 
Putin. And yeah. last night on CNN and MSNBC, they were going, this is going to be good because it's going to keep Putin at least in Russia. Well, okay, now here's the humorous part of it. I don't think that you can keep him. I'm, I'm picturing him walking out to the hangar and going, Fire that MIG up! I want to go to China or fire that <laughs> MIG up. Well, he went. He already went. He went to Crimea. Um, what yesterday? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like he's going to fly to uh, the UK or the United States. He doesn't have that kind of business. He haven't done a thing to this guy. Yeah, he's he's terrified of the ICC. Yeah. But I, I do. I think if he wants to go somewhere, don't you think that he'd just go up and go, "Hey, fire that MIG up! I need to be someplace in an hour." Yeah. Uh, okay. Have a great have a great right. weekend, guys. <laughs> all right. Thanks much. Yeah. Yeah, no problem there. I don't think uh I now it's uh uh I don't know. There's probably a better chance uh, arresting uh Trump than there is Putin. So <laughs> Well, it's again one of these situations of these global, you know, organizations that you go look up and you know, they spend four hundred million a year with a billion dollar budget and it's just you know they yeah. want to justify their existence you know that the the court has been around for 50 years and you know Jonklovich or whatever that started the Yugoslavian war after its breakup you know it mm-hmm. took 20 years i mean it's just yeah way to pay a way to pay people calling themselves lawyers that don't lawyer yeah uh, that's that's the case well, as we do every week at uh, the 9 o'clock hour, we uh, present 10 policies, uh, or 10 actions, I should say. They're not all policies, but 10 actions that uh, President Trump took during his administration. And we're in May of 2017. Um, number one, election. In May of 2017, the administration announced it will create a school choice plan and give states the option of implementing it rather than making it a federal program. Voter fraud. In May, Trump created a commission to investigate voter fraud chaired by Vice President Mike Pence and vice chaired by Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach. Immigration. In May, the administration said the number of child uh, illegal immigrants entering the nation monthly had fallen below 1,000 for the first time in several years. You can contrast that with the numbers today. Syria. After the Syrian regime used uh, chemical weapons against civilians, President Trump authorized strikes in May against the airbase that launched the chemical attacks, destroying 20% of Syria's operational aircraft. In trade, Trump announced in May that he intends to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement uh, to better reflect the modern economy while benefiting every party in the pact. Mexico trade. Mexico agreed in June to curb its exporting of raw and refined sugars to the U.S., benefiting the American economy. In housing, the U.S. Census Bureau found housing sales recently have doubled compared to the same period under President Obama. The annualized uh, annualized housing or sales rate for May was uh, 610,000 compared with 376,000 in 2009. New home prices hit a record high in May, according to the Commerce Department. In 2011, houses uh, for sale were on the market an average of 84 days, under Trump, 45 days. Personal income. 
According to the Federal, um, according to the Bureau of Economics, U.S. personal income rose 0.4% in May, while 0.3% increase was expected. Middle East, during a visit to Saudi Arabia in May, his first foreign trip as president, he announced the signing of $110 billion arms deal with Saudi Arabia with another $350 billion of arms for the following 10 years. America and Saudi businesses signed similar agreements on the same day with billions of dollars to be invested in the U.S. Trump also gave a major speech to leaders of 50 Islamic nations, challenging them to fight Islamic terror. And Middle East, finally, uh, Trump strengthens traditional alliances with Israel and the Arab nations, which had deteriorated badly under President Barack Obama. And there's there you your go. 10 actions of Trump. Great one, Eagle Man. Yeah. You, you beat a man. You, School uh, choice like a, was a was yeah. a good one, wasn't it? Well, it, it, it was because of what's going on now with, you know, the wokeness mm. and everything that for people to yeah. be able to homeschool, you know, take kids out of mm -hmm. public school, home homeschool to find a private mm. school to put them in. And it, it's a, it's an important access, a, a, aspect of a child's life and in their development, particularly their social development. Well, Democrats for months have been on offense on Social Security. <laughs> Turn your turn your uh, sound down if you're going to cough. Okay. Just turn your dial. <laughs> Will do. Okay. Democrats for months have been on uh, offense on Social Security, accusing Republicans repeatedly and publicly of uh, wanting to make cuts to the entitlement program, but now some of the GOP are heading back and trying to put the onus back on Biden to address the insolvency threat facing the program and shane i have a question for you all right here you go fire away biden just uh, proposed a 6.9 trillion dollar budget yes sir how much money was in that budget to help shore up social security zip but they did put <laughs> in money for medicare and medicaid but... yeah but yeah, no money for Social Security put in. Well, that so. well, he can't because your government already owes the fund six trillion dollars. I mean, it's well, can't we pay it back? <laughs> they don't seem to think they should. You know, I mean, well, that's uh, what I'm saying. It's a it's a red herring. It's a straw dog. Whatever you want to call it. No politician mm -hmm. who wants to be reelected is going to abandon Social Security. Well, no, they they. <laughs> They, but they have. I mean, they they have for fifty years because they've stolen from it. But they've done it. But through, they're still paying it. Yeah. Well, they're having Americans pay into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're still. I'm. I'm still getting a check every month. So are you. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, and yeah. there's still assets in it. You know, you know it's got about six point eight trillion in assets. Mm -hmm. It's owed six trillion from uh, uh, the government. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of these situations where, um, you know, un un unfunded liabilities, you know, mm -hmm. of your government are, is, you know, $94 trillion. Like, yeah, but that's, wow. but, you know, as I've said before, that doesn't mean anything. I've got unfunded liabilities. I've got a phone bill next month. I got a water bill next month. Well, the point I'm trying to make, uh, Eagle Man, is it's more likely... Your country will be insolvent before Social Security. We can agree on that. Well, when you only have one budget, uh, 
you know, you put the money where you have to put it. It doesn't, right. it doesn't matter. I mean, school lunch, uh, if it comes down to, uh, to Social Security and school lunch programs, uh, sorry, kids. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get that brownie in the morning. It ain't yeah. going to happen. Yeah, me- Meanwhile, the Department of Education has spent a trillion dollars in 30 years and had nothing to do with feeding children in school. Yeah. I, I don't, like, that. just, that's an oxymoron. I know. Like, Education department should be abolished and it should be yeah. turned over to the states because the that's states true. know better what each uh, of their states need and different parts of different states need different things, so. Oh, my gosh, you'd lose a secretary from the... You know, uh, Obama, uh, the president's cabinet, and all those people would be out of work. You yeah, know, there's like twelve thousand people that work for this. Well, uh, now they can go back to school or something, maybe. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. Four zero six five two two talk is the number. Four zero six five two two eight two five five. Call your out with the award winning Tom and Shane. What's going on? Well, this is Clint. Good morning, good you- sir. And uh, I was wondering if the sun's shining up there in Canada like it is here in Bozeman, Montana, Shane. Beautiful day. I, you know, it's incredible. We've got uh, nibs on all the trees and bushes and green branches growing allure. Well, boy, it's sure a beautiful morning here. I was really uh, thankful that when I got up, I get up about 5 or 6 in the morning. And when I see that sun come up, is it, it says to me that... Uh, what a wonderful place this earth is to live. And so that's why anyway, that's I why I ha- that's why half a dozen times a day I walk just outside just to look at everything because everything I see is a miracle. It's just incredible. Yeah. Well, I got some questions to ask you two smart guys. Mm-hmm. Number one is uh, how does George Soros get away with the things that uh, he does? And another thing is. They're talking about Trump being arrested. Okay, that's well and good. Let's go back a ways. Let's go back to Abraham. What happened to him? Okay. What happened to his child? Okay. Then let's go up to Jack Kennedy. What happened there with Jack Kennedy Kennedy in Ireland and uh, here in the United States? I won't name it, but you guys know, and Mm -hmm. so does most people. So what I'm saying about Trump, Trump is the only president that I know of that's kept us out of war. And we had a booming economy. Things were going just great. And then COVID come in. Now, I don't know if it was started. I'm going all over a bunch of things here, Tom. Yeah. No, that's right. And I don't know if uh, COVID was caused by a a raccoon or whatever. Uh, I do know that our fellow Fauci with the CDC uh, uh, spent uh, sent money to the to the Wuhan lab, I do know that, according to what uh, Rand Paul says. And the most important thing I think that that we should look at, you know, the morality of this nation, as far as I'm concerned, is went to hell. It's uh, drugs, alcohol, crime of all kinds. It's happening right here in Bozeman, Montana, Butte. Everybody, every larger city here in, in in Montana, and it's awful. And to address all this here at one time is a hard thing to do. But on the other hand, it, it kind of drives you crazy 
just thinking about all these various things that's happening to us right now. Would you agree or not agree? Yeah, well, I agree with you. Uh, you know, there are no, there is no morality left in our countries because we're ruled by laws. Mm. And when man's ruled by laws, everything becomes acceptable. Yeah, that's. Okay. What is? What do you think the end game is for the Democrats now? I'm back to Trump. What do you think the end game is they're going to try to do to Mr. Trump? Well, one of two things are going to happen. Number one, um, if an, a warrant is issued in Manhattan, New York, and he's not there, then they'll have to try and extradite him from Florida. He's not going to do a perk war, uh, walk. So either way, he'll show up at the prosecutor's office in Florida or he'll on Tuesday or, or in New York on Tuesday. And the reason he's giving this head up, heads up is so that they don't try and pull a, you know, a, you know, assault on him with helicopters and the FBI and boats and all, all that. He, he's letting everyone know that if they issue a you know arrest warrant for him, he'll show up at the office that uh, is issued it. That, that's what I think. What do you think will happen to the nation if they try to arrest him? Oh, it, it it goes, you know, it'll be worse than splitting it on racism and, you know, this wokeness and and uh, the LBQ, you know, LBGTQ. I think January you know. will be uh, uh, just a little bit of, of nothing compared to what might happen if they try to arrest that man. I'm scared to death. Well, the, the, he, 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 no, he wants this. This is good for him. It makes him a victim. He wants this. Well, that's because you know the news media, Clint. The news media is going to cover it twenty four seven. And he's going to be out there talking, you know, on his Twitter site or whatever site he's on, America Plus or whatever, mm -hmm. and you know, well, talking other, to the media. One other thing I'll bring up, and then I'll get off the air. Tom and Shane, you know what happened with the committee on January sixth? Tucker Carlson showed all the film. Mm -hmm. Of, uh, of of what happened to the one guy, you know, with the horns on and stuff. Yeah, and he he said that everything that that committee did was a damn lie. Tucker Carlson said that. And anyway, I'm wondering what you guys think about that and the various different uh, things I've brought up here. I haven't brought up the banking system at all, but I think in Montana our banking system is pretty well. Uh, capitalized, and I think that uh, we're going to be just fine here. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think we're fine here in Montana. Um, most of these things happen in California and New York uh, seem to be the issues uh, you know, that, that happen there. So, uh, as far as as far as Trump, uh, you know, let uh, let uh, the uh, let's let it play out. You know, if he gets arrested, he's going to have to be. He's going to have to be indicted, and if there's a trial, uh, he's going to have to, you know, be tried. Yeah. And uh, if there's an appeal, he can appeal. I would, I would imagine. I know. So, that. Uh, you know, it's going to be a process. It's going to play itself out, and uh, thank, thankfully, in America, you're innocent until proven guilty. So. Well, I I believe that too. Yeah. Well, the thing is happening here with us. It seems like. They're tearing America apart. It's Democrat and Republican, you know, and it's supposed they're supposed to sit down at the table and talk to each other and decide what's good for the country. But it doesn't seem like that's happening anymore. It's what's good for each one of the candidates that's trying to do something. It's all about money. The whole damn thing is about money, Tom. 
Well, it is. Uh, the The Democrat Party, their their primary goal is dependency on government. You've We've got to make you dependent on us from cradle to grave. Okay, now, Tom, you've got that computer there, and so does Shane. Mm-hmm. What is the gross domestic product that we have? What? How much money do we take in in the United States? And how much of this $6 trillion that uh, Biden wants to spend— mm-hmm. In, 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 in his administration here this year, what's the difference? How much do we take in and how much is, does he want to uh, hack us for? Well, right now, the debt's 120%, 120% of GDP. In other words, we're, we're negative 120% of GDP. That happened in World War II, you know. It did, and we, we, didn't, we didn't pay it back. We outgrew it. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? How much, how much money does this country take in every year, Tom? Well, the gross domestic product's $26 trillion and the debt's 31 So, What's that say to all of us? Tells it? you where, where we are, yeah. Yeah, we're in deep, mm-hmm. and then he wants $6 trillion more. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's that say well, to us? Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're in trouble because you're taking around $4.7 trillion in taxes right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, it, he, 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 it's... They, they always spend a trillion more. You know that. Yeah, it, co- it costs a billion to run the White House. A billion dollars to run the White House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a banker friend of mine, and he says that uh, the Fed will raise interest rates here in a few mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to put the quietus to our economy, but yeah. <clears throat> that's what he believes. So I'm going to leave it at that, and uh, I'm all for mm-hmm. Trump, I, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, from Abraham on up, oh. you know, I mean, if, if you want to look at history and see the good and the bad, why, just just read history and it'll tell you all about it. Mm-hmm. All right. You're hey, right. Thanks, Lip. Thank you, guys. All Bye. right. Yeah, living uh, living without Trump has been a hell of a lot worse than living with him. <laughs> uh, speaking of this, I want to throw out numbers that um, – are always reported on TV. They always report the debt per citizen and the debt per taxpayer when they talk about the national data being $31.6 trillion. What they The figure they never show you is the assets per citizen. Per citizen, Shane, that means every man, woman, and child in the United States. The assets per citizen... Well, the debt per citizen is ninety-four thousand. The uh, the debt per citizen is two hundred forty-six thousand. The assets per citizen five hundred and forty thousand two hundred fifty-seven dollars. That's the assets per citizen in the United States, and that's the yeah. figure they never show you. That's right. Yeah. The, the the other one they don't show you is that. The U.S. Treasury sells about five hundred and fifty trillion, uh, you know, uh, bonds in in debt, mm-hmm. you know, each year, and uh, you know that's what your interest on on the debt you have, mm-hmm. you know, or excuse me, you have five hundred fifty yeah. billion. A- anyway, yeah. So when when you're only raising this, the, uh, enough money on the debt, you you're issuing to pay the interest on the debt you have. Yeah. It's sort of getting close to a problem. Yeah. 
Well, as I've said before, uh, you know, we have three mandatory spendings. We've got Social Security, we've got Medicare and Medicaid, and we've got uh, the interest on the debt. Those mm-hmm. supposedly are the three things that must be paid before anything else is paid. And the interest on the debt, uh, when you're talking about a $6.9 trillion budget, Shane, the interest on the debt right now is $544 million. Um, that's 10 miles of highway. Well, yeah, you, you shouldn't spend your Social Security money all the time because, you know, it's it's about $1.3 trillion of the of the debt. Mm-hmm. But Medicare is $1.6. Yeah, that's true. So it, yeah, it, it's it, right it's, up there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty high. So it's a, it's a double whammy because uh, mm-hmm. it, it's so fascinating. You know, 40% of the Americans have some kind of, what, 32 benefits they can claim yeah. Yeah. that we've talked about. And, and the, you know, retired people, you know, mm-hmm. Medicare, Medicaid, and and that's about it, uh, and Social Security, you know. So they, mm-hmm. don't, they only have three benefits they can claim, but, boy, everyone else, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody else in the lower class or the <laughs> lower middle class, they've got lots of choices. Yeah. Well, uh, Clint mentioned uh, getting up in the morning, go out and out look at the sunset uh, here in Bozeman, Montana. And, and uh, you might want to pick up a copy of Time Magazine, that commie pinko red uh, rag uh, uh, on your newsstand, because yeah. Bozeman is one of the top 50 places in the world. One of the top 50 places in the world compared to places like... Uh, uh, you know, Naples, Italy, for example, or, or Freetown Peninsula in, uh, in Africa, or Vienna, uh, Bozeman, Montana, one of the 50 best places in the world, according to Time Magazine. We'll be right back. 27 minutes for the top of the hour, 12 degrees and sunny outside, looking for a high of 44 degrees today. It's Saturday. It's March 18th. It's 2023. Tommy Galop, your morning mayor in the house. Shame and Tobin, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And uh, so the Fed is raising interest rates to induce we the people to quit buying stuff. Uh, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> we, got, we got too much money chasing too few goods. So... Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, they're claiming that's inflation. Yeah, but uh, inflation's already established, mm-hmm. has been for a year. They know that they admitted it. Should have mm-hmm. started last year. So that's about getting yeah. rid of the four trillion in debt that Fed is holding twelve, and they need to lighten it. Yeah, uh, Tom, why are you carrying uh, Trump's water with a top ten list? Uh, do you know they're all lies anyway? Well, what did I what did I lie about? Did did Trump not bomb Syria? Uh, did did he not renegotiate NAFTA? Uh, where, where did I lie? Give me the give me give me the list. What did I lie yeah. about? All I'm reporting is things he did during during the time he was in office that you don't know about. How about school choice? I bet you didn't know that. So. Well, it's it's just a matter of what you know their lying eyes and ears want to hear or see. Yeah. So now I um, I just put it out there because all I hear about is he cheated on his wives, he cheated on this, he took this charity, he did this, he did that. Uh, I don't hear anything about uh, uh, you know first uh, being able to try um, 
experimental drugs to save your life. I don't hear anything about that. I don't hear anything about giving the most money to black colleges of any president ever and them not having to come back again uh, for it. I don't I don't hear anything about opportunity zones, which we've got one right here in Bozeman. You know, he started all of those things. Yeah, well, the numbers don't lie. We we yeah. we know that clearly the, the Democrats have figured out how to maintain control now of the the uh, the college that elects your president, right? The mm -hmm. electoral yeah. college. Mm -hmm. So unless the de Republicans are going to play the same game and get out there and and uh, get votes in before election day, mm -hmm. um, the Democrats will continue to. You know, to, you know, basically outvote, I guess, uh, the Republicans. Yeah. Well, uh, fear is more powerful than, you know, fear of a loss, more powerful than the expectation of gain. That's true. From in, our text, unless you're an optimist. Yeah. From our text line, 478-8298. Hunter, you still did it. You're still a perv and the son of one, too. Yeah. Good Lord. I hope the libs listening realize that the Mexican president is making fun of us with Biden. <laughs> Of course he is. Why, why wouldn't he? Say, would. Uh, who cares about the debt as long as we can service it? I don't care about the debt as long as we can service it. I don't care about my own personal debt as long as I can service it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Public service amount, uh, public service announcement from the great Eagle. Damn right. <laughs> if you can service it, what's the problem? Why do, why do people have such a hard time getting that? That's what the drug cartels say. Yeah. You know, you, you keep buying it. I mean, you're talking about $500 billion. I mean, when you're talking about a $6.9 trillion budget. I mean, Well, considering your, your country wastes $3 billion a day, at least. So, yeah. You know, no question a trillion dollars a year is wasted. Yeah. Just wait. So, I mean, the numbers that are coming out now uh, with some arrests by your uh, Department of uh, Justice with regards to COVID, you know, corruption and, and theft is, uh, you know, it's it's going to end up being hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, that people, I mean, one guy was arrested in Florida or a gal, whatever it was, this last week for, you know, falsely claiming uh, money from, you know, using 10 false names, mm -hmm. you know, because yeah. they, they have no record. People don't have social security numbers or anything. So anyone could file for something. Cause sure. You know, when they ask for your social security number, you just put in not applicable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Living without Trump has been so much better. No baby formula, gas prices, inflation, uh, open borders. Yeah. It's so much better. Our allies respect us again. What are you crazy? <laughs> Do you really think anyone, do you, do you really, uh, if the G20 got together without Trump, probably the topic of conversation would be how dumb 
is this guy to be the leader of the biggest, most powerful nation on earth? Well, I have a question for you, Eagle Man. It's not on your list, so I get to ask you. Yeah, go for um, it. Doesn't a video from the drone, drone, your drone over the Black Sea, showing it being attacked by Russian jets, yeah, and and shows them dumping fuel on it, and then you they actually have video of it running into its fantail for it to crash. Yeah, isn't that an act of war? Well, certainly uh, since it's in international waters, yes. I would say that it definitely so it's is. So an act of war. So, you agree with me? Yeah. So, so why not? Okay. Why why aren't we? Why aren't we doing it? Well, no, but yeah. it's an act of war. I mean, yeah. Putin's mm -hmm. committed an act of war. Yeah. Okay, well, just so everybody knows, I think people should know that. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. All right, but our allies respect us again? You've got to be kidding me. If you think any national leader respects Biden, I, I, I can't help you. Well, I, they're all lining up at the White House door to visit him, so... They may not respect him, but they figure he's so stupid they can get anything. Get, they can get money him. from him, I guess. Yeah, you know? that, that I mean, is right. I mean, they've got a. Uh, do you think our? Do you think our news is the only one that that uh, shows him making gaffes every time he makes a speech? Those oh, things no, go nationwide. I, Those things are everywhere. They're they're everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. But you get. You get you get the person you elect, so yeah. uh, you know your country yeah. made that choice. Virus taken seriously, hardly. More people died under Biden than died under Trump, and crony capitalism isn't in the White House. <laughs> well, <laughs> only because Hunter's not in the White House, I guess. Well, more people in your country die every year from drug addiction, mm -hmm. cancer, and heart disease than than yeah, unfortunately the, the Corona, yeah. but. Well, and plus, we don't know if that's the direct cause or whether it's a contributing right. factor. So that's a whole nother thing. So let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Um, this is Robert in Belgrade. Anyway, um, the January 6th thing pretty much proven the setup for the people. And if they arrest Trump, the people are going to want to go even more crazy. They need to settle down and not do anything because it's the whole thing again as a setup yeah i yeah you don't want to you don't want to go down to the level of the democrats and start trashing uh city streets and whatever which is their their modus operandi that's 100 right but the whole thing is, is just to get the people riled up and <laughs> to cause problems so they can come after our guns and our freedom and everything else so we just need to settle down and let it play out yeah well, that's what I think, it, it, too. Yeah, I see, have a question for you. It's, it, it's sort of a harsh question, and, and, and I'm asking as a Canadian because I, I'm curious to know, because we had our issue with our prime minister up here during COVID. Do, do you think that uh, the Democratic Party seriously is would consider doing this intentionally to create a civil war? Yeah, probably so. So they, they can, you know, the whole idea of them is to tear the country down so they can put it back right. together in their own way that they want to. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 think, I don't think there's any question. They want total dependency on government. When you get up in the morning, you have to ask government, what what toothpaste should I use? What, you know, uh, how do I go? What, which but route they, do I take to go to work? I don't mean to interrupt you, no, but you already have that in, straight, in the states they control. They're going to tell you. I'm sorry. Say that again, Caller. 
tell you what to what to use and you know it's all going to be laid out yeah all right hey thanks for the call appreciate it thanks for listening i didn't mean to interrupt him i was just saying that it it's sort of a confusing observation because everything you say about the democratic party is true and 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 that's what they've done in the states they control yeah well, that's what so, I mean. Yeah, that's that's yeah. why they keep. Why would you not keep voting the same people in who give you free stuff? Well, I and I agree with that. My concern is that they can't get the red states to flip to that because people in the red states are more, you know, self-aware and, and independent. You know, they they want to be personally responsible, and that they want to create that American dream on their own. They don't want the government to provide them a, mm -hmm. you know, a. a an American nightmare. I mean, dependency on the government is just an American nightmare. Yeah, sure. Name one leader of NATO who prefers <laughs> Putin loving Trump to Biden. Uh, all of them. All of them. Yeah, because yeah. they're scared to death of them, right? I mean, Yeah, they well, they know he's not going to do anything. They 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 know they're in danger. They know that he's not going to come to their aid. If well, I think that's why he took down that American drone. Mm -hmm. I, that was a message to all of Europe that hey, mm -hmm. I'm here. You know, I can put millions of men in the field, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm prepared mm -hmm. to fight ten or twenty years, and including you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's what I say. I would think so too. Well, plus the other thing too is that I I'm not I'm not totally sure that uh, that uh, uh, you the Ukraine is uh, they've lost a lot of people, James. Yeah, but so have the Russians, and I but, I believe you know, the Ukrainians have lost more than the Russians. Oh, there's no question between civilian and military. I, it's a very sad thing, but the reality we're faced with is. Again, in the 21st century, we now have, you know, a 20th century Hitler and Stalin and Mao, mm -hmm. you know, a 19th century Napoleon. And, you know, we're looking at this uh, again, I, you know, mm -hmm. a 21st century Saddam Hussein, um, these men of uh, small stature and, you know, unbelievable mo fortune. Um, for some reason, think it's a good idea to try and conquer the world. Like it's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. Uh, he, he, humankind is amazing on an individual basis. <laughs> From our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight. Look how much money they have wasted on trials and lawyers. That's from our good listener Gay again. Uh, mm hmm. Gay, it's so true. And yeah, it, it, yeah. I, like uh, uh, a county, I've said. Numerous times, two of the leading, um, you know, lifestyles and, and ways of, of making a living, being an accountant or, or a, a lawyer, are unregulated. There, there's no regulation to what they can charge people mm -hmm. uh, to do their work. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, they're, both, they're both critical to our society, but not regulated at all. Self-regulated, yes, but not government-regulated. If Jesus Christ was a Republican, he couldn't get a fair trial in Washington, D.C. or New York. And certainly President Trump can't. The seven-year witch hunt continues while the uh, real criminals are currently running the country. Trump was the best president in my lifetime. 
and I have nothing but contempt for the current fool sitting in the White House. Wow. What an amazing comparison. Next time, don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. How have stupid. A, have a Krispy Kreme donut on us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> How stupid have you two gotten? If Trump was in power, Ukraine would have already fallen and Russia would be in the Baltic states and in Poland by now. Well, give me the proof that that would happen. Well, how stupid are you? No, no, no. Putin would he have gone anywhere near Ukraine. That's right. He he didn't start a war. He took out uh, leaders of, uh, of uh, Iran. He attacked uh, Russia in Syria. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he sat down next to Chi uh, at dinner and said, "Oh, I just took out you know all, all these guys, uh, these Russians in Syria while yeah. <laughs> while we're waiting for dessert." No, I mean, th- there is no way when you have a guy like Reagan or a guy like mm-hmm. Trump in the White House, you know, w- you know, during the election, 1980, what's flat, mm-hmm. black and radioactive the day after yeah. Reagan takes the presidency, mm-hmm. Duran. I mean, yeah. you know, come on. Like, and, wake up. and do you think for one second that Biden would have taken out ISIS? No. And Ukraine will end up being... Uh, Biden's uh, Iran to Carter. I mean, that, that's what this... I mean, if if he doesn't lose the election because he runs because of the economy, it'll be because of Ukraine. Yeah. I think. That's my opinion. One man's opinion, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you don't always get the person you elect. That's a fact. Well, we found that out with many Supreme Court justices that we thought would vote one way and didn't. So... Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's you don't true. always get what you elect. That's for sure. I'm just glad that Merrick Garland didn't oh, end up on the Supreme Oh, my God, Court. I can't even imagine. You and I have talked about oh. it. He's your attorney general. And, you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, you talk about George Soros and his uh, attack mm-hmm. on America. I, I see the same yeah. thing with this guy as attorney general. It's just revenge, mm-hmm. you know, because he didn't get on the Supreme Court. That, that's all this is. I, I really, I see it yeah. that way. No, as far as George Soros, there's nothing wrong with, uh, with uh, you know, supporting candidates you believe in. Unfortunately, the candidates he believes in are the district attorneys that want to let every criminal out and, uh, you know, uh, not enforce uh, the laws of the district or state or city or county or wherever they are. Well, yeah. the remarkable thing mm-hmm. is George Soros has wanted in over a dozen countries because of his money, money manipulation. manipulation. Yeah. Back in the '90s, and U.S. won't extradite him to anyone. Like, yeah. Yeah. like neither Republicans or Democratic administrations will. Yeah. Like, it's it's quite amazing. Like, really? Like, mm. wow, that's. Yeah. I mean, well, people are lining up the White House door because we have pay-for-play administration making uh, the Clintons look like pikers. In my opinion, the biggest hindrance. To the success of the America, American Marxists is the Second Amendment. Well, no one's ever answered yours and my observation that one of the great benefits of a, a Trump presidency was he, the man was already rich, successful, and had uh, no need mm-hmm. for money. So you couldn't bribe him. And to me, I'm convinced all of this against mm-hmm. him, everything starts at he's not corruptible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I believe that's why they all hate him so much in, in both parties, the Democrat and the Republican Party, because I don't believe people get to be in power at the top of a country without being corrupt. 
Yeah. Because, you know, it, it, we're all corrupt together, so I won't tell on you. You don't tell on me. I get a lead. Yeah. Insulting Tom and Shane by calling them stupid because of their opinion is the worst form of condensation. Well, the other thing we've got to talk about, Shane, and I, this, this kind of uh, hits home with me being a veteran, uh, 31 states have legislation on the table that aims to de- deny the president's authority to deploy National Guard to combat zones without a declaration of war. Well, um, it's that's sort of personal for me because uh, during the Vietnam War, uh, my eldest brother uh, was in that situation and he got uh, drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My father hired an attorney who was quite smart. And uh, I mean, the guy was out of Cut Bank, Montana, and he figured this one out. So he went to court and said, nope, uh, there's no... Uh, you know, there's no uh, not, there's no de- declaration of war that's been issued, uh, you know, by the federal government. Therefore, you can't uh, draft him. Well, they they immediately draft dropped his draft. They they didn't because they didn't want him to go to court. Because you know, and can you imagine what would happen? Well, what would happen is everyone would have done the same thing. So you know, yeah, it's I find, a, it, it's I find it hard to believe that you could overcome the draft by. One person going to court. Uh, no, he know. went to court, Tom. I understand and, and that, but, I, that. Yeah. but they dropped my brother from being drafted, so it wouldn't go to court. Well, I, I'm, I'm really suspect there because well, if that if happened, that would have worked, then everybody would have done it. Just telling you what okay. happened. I'm, right. I'm sure in the settlement agreement to drop them from the draft, you know, there was no non-disclosure, right? So. Well, I, I, I wish. Paul Harvey was alive so I could get the rest of the story. There you go. <laughs> well, my brother didn't get drafted and he didn't end up in uh, Vietnam, yeah. so there yeah. you go. Hell, I went in a dress, but so did everybody else. So we didn't, I that had, didn't work. I know. Thank you for telling the story. That's all. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I think sending uh, troops off to die for these police actions or whatever they're called. Uh, yeah, if you're going to, uh, I don't have a problem with us sending billions of dollars that could be better spent here to Ukraine, uh, to that corrupt reg- regime. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, deploying people, National Guard particularly, because they are, they are supposed to be um, used for the states. The governor has to okay their use uh, in, within the state. Well, here's an update for everyone that listens to us. So now you've gone from 72 billion to eight, over 85 billion in funding, not not for the war, not ammunition, mm-hmm. but for the government of Ukraine to pay for uh, you know the government to operate. And mm-hmm. so you are supporting uh, the government of Ukraine. You're paying the salaries of all the people in the government. And you're paying for all their benefits because Zelensky's not just demanding money to keep his government running. He he wants money to pay, you know, for people's uh, retirement. So when when you every time you hear Biden get up and say, we're going to support, you know, the Ukraine in every way and the Republicans, you know, we got to do this. Just keep in mind, folks, 85 billion now. For them to keep the government open and operating, like 
there's something seriously wrong here, Tom, with the reporting by your media. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Well, there we are. So there we are, as as Mr. Hardy would say, wouldn't he? <laughs> well, I would I would guess so. So well, let's see. What else we got here on a text line that I might be able to read with without lapping my Easter off. <laughs> or falling out of your chair. <laughs> Uh, explain to me why Putin was afraid of Trump while tr uh, Putin was helping him get elected twice. Get elected twice. I I don't think Trump got elected twice, but no, that that's you could be right there. But yeah, you know. well, uh, it's obvious. Uh, it's obvious why Trump and Putin would be friends because somehow. Uh, Putin and the Democrats knew the counties to uh, go after. Uh, they knew the precincts to go after. Uh, they bribed the right officials. Uh, all this with intelligence from a foreign land. Well, my observation is Putin, you know, would like Trump or was bully, you know, bully on Trump because he he didn't want to have to spend uh, millions, you know, tens of millions, uh, you know, to pay him off. You know, like yeah. the Bidens. So yeah, it, it was it was cheaper dealing with Trump. Yeah, and he certainly didn't want Hillary. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You want you want you want to you know can't deal with a woman. Come on. You know, it's like this whole thing this week. Uh, you know, they're they're now blaming uh, Ukraine or and the United States for blowing up the Russian mm -hmm. gas line under the ocean, and and we've all seen the pictures, the explosion clearly happened within the inside of it because the the it, it blew from inside out you can see that on the pipe the way the pipe's bent number one so number two the obvious response to that is they sent down repair subs you know and they were in there trying to weld the, the hole shut which or from the outside weld it shut because it was small it wasn't big and there was a gas pocket and they set it off and now uh, I'm getting cut off because we got to go to break. Bye. Okay. Well, you don't have to say that. You just need to stop talking. Sure, I do. I like saying goodbye. <laughs> you say lots of things I don't like. Well, that's true. <laughs> and I will keep on doing it, too. I hope so because it makes me feel important. We'll be right back. <laughs> Seven minutes after the hour of uh, 10 a.m., it's Saturday. It's March 18th. It's 2023. Tom Eagle up your morning mayor in the house. Shane Matobin, half man, half amazing, is in Kamloops, Canada, basking in the warmth of the Canada sunshine up there. So, <laughs> Indeed. I just want to make an observation because we talked about the Black Sea incident and the drone. Yeah, go for it. You know, uh, uh, it's incredible that the leader of South Korea goes to Japan to talk to the prime minister about their differences since World War II and to, you know, improve relations. And, you know, the day the day he arrives, uh, before they even get into talks, you know, uh, North Korea fires an ICBM at, at Japan. Now, th this is after firing three ICBMs, at, you know, at, at, over the straits to, towards Japan. And you and I both agree that, you know, North Korea's missile program is China's. It's it, They're just testing stuff for, for China because you know, under treaties, China can't do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's happening on both sides of the world at the same time uh, with both China and Russia with regards to, you know, the fact that clearly um, your administration 
doesn't see any of this as as something that's uh, difficult. I mean, there's there's just a a situation in Korea that's so bad because you know, there, there's no treaty. They they just you know put on hold the Korean War, and you know, if something happens, everybody's involved. It's like something happening in in. Uh, in Europe with NATO or something happening with Taiwan. And so it's really dicey out here, folks. Well, it is. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of this stuff is, I don't think any of these countries uh, uh, are lost that it's an election year coming up. Uh, they're they're going to do everything they can to disrupt our election. Oh, absolutely. They're all scared to death that, your country might elect uh, Trump again. And mm -hmm. by the way, this whole thing with Trump and the Republican Party and who's going to get in the re I think there should be 16 or 17, 20 people like in 2016 or 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the more people that are debating, you know, you know, for the, the for running for the head of the Republican Party is a good thing. It shows America how many great leaders the Republicans have, number one. Number two, a lot of conversation on different things uh, that need to be discussed and that mostly are America first issues. But, you know, having it. Oh, my goodness. I said, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just to be funny, uh, having a lot of discussions about different topics is a really a good thing. And hearing what the Republicans position on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is even more important. Well, I think so. Yeah, um, we were talking about Social Security earlier uh, in the uh, State House here in Montana. Coalition heavy on Democrats and Freedom Caucus Republicans uh, Tuesday gave a pre preliminary green light to a bill that would repeal Montana's tax on Social Security income, but would cost the state more than 120 million uh, per year. So. Peanuts. He's got all that money from COVID, so he doesn't. He, yeah. He's being a good governor. <laughs> yeah. He's being a good governor. I mean, it, well, he is. That's true. Well, it, well, this is it, still it, the state house. It's not to Gen Forty yet. Well, no, but he's going along with it because the federal yeah. government sent mm -hmm. this money. They're not asking for it back, and yeah. there's no mm -hmm. restriction on what it can be spent on. It, it, it's a general purpose fund, basically. So mm -hmm. use it before they ask. You know. They, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So yeah. before they ask for it back, spend it. Yeah, there you go. Well, several Republicans and Democrats noted, however, that low income and many middle uh, income residents uh, getting Social Security don't pay any taxes on it. State law currently exempts at least 85% of those payments from income taxes. And for many low and middle income earners, 100% of Social Security is untaxed. Uh, recipients uh, don't start paying taxes on Social Security until their total income reaches certain thresholds calculated under a combination of state and federal laws. For the initial tax filer whose only income is Social Security, up to 50000 of uh, that income is already uh, tax-exempt, according to the bill's uh, fiscal note. So that well, that if that's passed, it'll go to the ballot. It won't go to... Jim yeah, yeah. As a retiree in Canada, I get Canadian pension plan mm -hmm. and, and I get the guaranteed uh, income and old age security. And I have to report all of that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in my taxes and I get taxed on it. Like, 
how crazy is this? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I got taxed on it to begin with. I got taxed on it when I put it in. I got taxed on it for the interest generated. And, and, and now I'm getting taxed on being able to use it like this. Yeah. What? There's enough tax here to, you know, fill a pond. Yeah. If not an ocean. <laughs> Tom, you must not have any Democrat friends. Uh, you paint an entire party with a broad brush. You honestly think that they want you dependent on them for everything? Really? You need to get out more. Well, my text line alone proves how many Democrat friends I have. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, come on. I go, man, you're the best. I love it. Yeah, that's very cool. You honestly <laughs> think rioters in Minneapolis were Democrats? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure they were all Republicans. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And at the Democratic National Convention in 68, those were all Republicans. All of, of them. Yeah. And the dogs, too, the daily dogs. Yeah, right. Daily dogs. Yeah. Uh, should I claim all Republicans are like the thugs on January 6th? No. Absolutely. Because they all carry flags and they don't burn anything or break it or steal it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, mostly uh, Democrat reaction uh, to whatever news they didn't like uh, was the genesis of uh, Portland and Seattle and D.C. and Kenosha, Wisconsin and uh, Minneapolis. So, yeah, that dog won't hunt. Well, it's it's worse than saying there's a two-tier legal system Mm -hmm. in your country. It's just... When you see who the Department of Justice goes after and who they don't go after, mm-hmm. um, when you have these people going to the Congress now and and you know telling what's going on at the FBI and in the, the, the Department of Justice, mm-hmm. it's you have to worry. People should be worried and concerned. You know, uh, republics don't last very long, Thomas. Uh, the French are in their fifth one. Yeah, they don't. Well, I was the one that uh, put out the uh, information that uh, I believe, since uh, China is in the uh, non-prolifer- non-proliferation agreement, missile agreement with the United States and other countries, that they were using North Korea to test their missiles. Well, they are, clearly. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. North Korea doesn't have the wherewithal or, or the technology or even the educated public uh, you know that we yeah 18 million people in north korea 28 million in south korea uh, north koreans are half the size of south koreans i mean millions are starving every year so no it's it's just genocide because of the leader and uh, the only country supporting him is china so what's he going to do no i'm not going to test your your weapons? <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, like, you, you only like, have to look at a night view of the world <laughs> to know that <laughs> North Korea after 7 o'clock is dark. <laughs> There's no not, lights not, on. Not, that's mm-hmm. Not only that, but you just have to look at the parades in North Korea and yeah. the par- parades in Beijing, China, the military parades. They're the same trucks and, and missiles. I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> You know, it's like a face recognition. Is that the same missile? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. If North no, we don't Korea, have any DNA to prove it. If North Korea's missile program is China's, then China's missiles suck. Well, I haven't seen That's any of them blow up, them. and I haven't seen any of them miss their target, so I don't know. You tell me. No, but that's why they need to test them. I mean, well, that's on. it, yeah. 
You know, they say 90% of the nuclear weapons will not go off because the triggers aren't in sync, and that's why they were constantly... Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I said. I, I I wrote or said an article a long time ago that, how do we know these things will even work? We don't. They, that, they don't. Yeah, we don't know they, they, work. they were amazed that the first three bombs they made worked, yeah. and that's all they had. But. That's it. All right. Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Thomas Shane. What's up? Good morning, guys. I'm double dipping. Is that okay? Oh, my God. I got, I got, uh, you know the rule, Shane, right? I, yes, Shane, this is Robert and Billings. I love talking to foreigners. But I have a question. Uh, now, because I, I am obviously uh, stupid. Now, all this money that Montana has gotten for our overpaying our taxes now is that money just like sitting somewhere and not earning interest or anything else they obviously don't don't they have to be using that that money isn't that invested in in some way shape or form well, well I, it, it, it's sitting in it's sitting in your general revenue yeah it was the sent general by fund, yeah. via you know it's sent via the internet by the, uh, the U U.S. Uh, Treasury uh, for COVID relief, and uh, the money's probably sitting there. May some of it may be in bonds, or but most of it's probably in cash, so he can utilize it for these great benefits that he's providing the people of your state. Well, the so, the so legislature is going to try to figure out what to do with that money, and they've that's right. given some of it back or reducing property taxes. Uh, there, it's still in limbo as to what they're going to do with it in the state legislature. Uh, we'll have uh, Steve White and Scott Sales on again in the coming weeks as the legislature starts finalizing some of these things. And I'll ask them that question because I, uh, Montana has two budgets. They've got an operating budget and a capital budget. And I don't know which of these budgets that money goes into. <laughs> Well, well, it, it well, goes into the capital budget. I can tell you that. You, you've you have both successfully confused me. Yeah, because, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, well, that's government, buddy, not us. <laughs> I, I know, uh, but I, I just, I just, it, it, it seemed to me that if you had all this money, you would have it invested in something, mm -hmm. and that would, that would be a lot more money th than what they're saying there mm -hmm. is. Is that wrong? Well, I think they turned down putting it in Silicon Bank, uh, thankfully. So, well, no, thank God. Sure. Well, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I, 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 I'm not sure what the rules are for. I know, uh, I know. There are. Well, you don't know what you don't know what my question is. Yeah. Well, hush till I ask it. I don't know what the rules are as far as a government, a state, federal, or local. Uh, where they invest their money that is, uh, you know, is, is okay without the uh, populace voting on it. In this case, the money came from funding by the federal government for COVID relief, and it specified it could not be invested. It had to be directly utilized by the states uh, for, mm -hmm. um, the, you know, benefit yeah. of the people. Well, that's the, the COVID money. What about the other... What, what about the general revenue the state creates? No, the the money that the federal government sends us. That's what I just said. It can't That's be not COVID. I mean, it's just, I mean, before COVID, they sent us money. 
Well, there are there are certain monies sent to every state for specific use, like you know, for education and so forth, and that you know it goes into that department's bank account, like in the federal uh, government. Same thing. Uh, I don't know. We'll check on that and see. Okay. Well, well, and, and, and you, know, you know, guys, I'm not sure that I trust the government to invest our money in the best way possible. But in that we we decided that marijuana is now recreational, and that money from recreational marijuana is used to build centers because people have problems. Um, maybe, maybe they should uh, get into the marijuana business uh, with our money because that seems to be the, the biggest revenue right now. And, boy, it upsets the hell out of me. Well, it's not a big revenue producer. Colorado, I think, is like one point eight percent of their total budget is from from that, and they've got states all around them buying it. So, um, well, if, if, if you start taxing them a little bit harder, uh, maybe that's the way to go. Well, then you, you then organized crime comes in, and then organized crime comes in and sells it for less. Well, well, it is now. They're already here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys okay? Okay, I'm sorry. Now, I'm not. I'm not coming at you guys. No, but no, really, I understand that. You're not. Do you really think that mm-hmm. there aren't still people that grow marijuana illegally in, in the state of Montana? Oh, sure. I guarantee yeah. you. I guarantee of you. Yeah, of course are. there are. You know. Yeah. So you don't. You 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 can't you can't do this across the board that mm-hmm. this is a regulated substance. It's not. Yeah. Well, well, that's, I, that's I, true. The federal government, it's a, I, an illegal I, I and regulated that, substance. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. the, the issue is in Montana, we uh, everything has to be grown indoors. That's that's one of our problems because we have such a short growing season uh, in Kentucky yeah. and, you know, Tennessee and places like that. They got whole fields of it. So, Sure, sure. All right, guys. Well, I double dipped the heck out of that, didn't I? <laughs> All right, just don't do it again. You're on double secret probation. Okay, thank you very much. All right, that, man. And that's, hey, 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 you have to be old enough to know that that's from Animal Health. I know. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call. Have a great day. Take care. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, from our text line, <laughs> you're gonna like this one, Shane. Four seven eight eight two nine eight. I've been trying to call five two two talk, and I've been getting a sex hotline. <laughs> uh, maybe the area code. <laughs> you might need the area code in there. I don't know. <laughs> or else Shane's good. got a side business when I'm talking. He's doing something else offline. <laughs> well, I, I I play on my a phone a word cookie game. You yeah. know, just uh-huh. to keep my brain active, making sure I'm not suffering yeah. from dementia. <laughs> And and they put ads on it, you know, for you yeah. to get, you know, more cookies to play with, and mm-hmm. and now they're they're advertising, you know, sex stuff and like the I I mean, just out of curiosity because I've never seen it before because I don't watch most ads. I I press see learn more, and it was an entirely X-rated porn ad like mm-hmm. it was disgusting i i thought boy are they desperate for advertising well i didn't watch the uh oscar shane but i did uh, uh look at an article in the u.s mail uh uk publication but they have a entertainment section yes and everybody well not everybody but uh, a significant portion of the people who attended the oscars 
were in transparent outfits. I mean, you could see the underwear, those who choose to, chose to wear it. Uh, you know, uh, well, it was, it they, was, it was they, like, a, it was like a porn convention. It was, they, they, they would refer to it in terms as being sheer. Well, they were sheer. They were sheer, surely not there. And and a lot of them surely sure yeah. not be wearing them. I mean, yeah. Well, that's you know, true too. Yeah. But but yeah, it's I I was really and, surprised. And that one gal that sat in the middle at like eight or ten rows up with a big huge white framed thing like three feet above her head. You know, the four people behind her couldn't see anything. Yeah. As I say, I I didn't watch. Uh, I, no, I I I, I that that would have been four hours. I'd never get back. So I had to do other things. So from our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight. Astonishing the number of ignorant people who are still clinging desperately to the debunked Russian hoax instituted by Hillary Clinton and the perpetuated and perpetuated by the media and the Democrat Party. Unbelievable. Well, especially after, you know, all the major papers denying it, the New York, the Washington Post, mm -hmm. the Seattle Times, you know, all of them have admitted, you know, that it, it was a hoax. And they've even admitted mm -hmm. that it's, a, you know, Biden's son's computer. But that nobody seems to care. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why they keep talking about it. Oh, let's see. Nobody grows pot outside. Well, that's not true. That's certainly debatable. North uh, Korea's missiles suck bigly. Remember, Trump said so. <laughs> we never had a problem with the FBI until we had a corrupt uh, Biden president. How about that? Not true. The previous head of the FBI was more corrupt. That's than true. Yeah. Going to have now. I was going to say under Trump and under under Biden both. Yeah, and Obama. Minneapolis riots were thugs, Tom. Thugs, and not political. Not political? Are you kidding me? Why were they there if it wasn't political? <laughs> <laughs> it's. I love this. This is. This is great. Yeah, I love. It. Yeah, George Floyd's got a statue. Uh, people all over the world demonstrating uh, for this crook, this felon. Jeez. It's a matter of opinion. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Uh, it's not uh, power that corrupts, but fear. Fear of losing power corrupts those who want it, and fear of the scourge of power corrupts those who are subject to it. Uh, Nobel Prize, uh, Prize laureate. Uh, I'm not going to try to read his name. Uh, Sounds Russian to me. Yeah. Uh, why, why doesn't Montana have a state militia in lieu of a National Guard? Well, I think we've got some militia members in uh, Montana, certainly. Well, so, militias are, are uh, under the Constitution private groups. Yeah. And so, uh, there's always been militias in your country. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Michigan purpose, has a pretty good-sized one. That's right. The, the, the purpose of the National Guard was uh, to never provide the danger that existed after World War One and Two. Yeah. Uh, which was there was no... Uh, standing armies in, in both those situations when they first came about. I mean, if it wasn't for the Rainbow Br Brigade yeah. that was on the Mexican border uh, when mm -hmm. World War One started, there wouldn't have been, you know, um, 
uh, you know, a, a division, the Rainbow Division, to call up to, to, to yeah. send to Europe. I mean, yeah. they, they were there for a year before they were, even went into the field. So, yeah. yeah. Is there any legislation that allows for our governor to decline the deployment of our National Guard troops? I don't believe so because the uh, commander-in-chief of the armed forces is Joe Robin, Robin Biden. So. I believe under the guidelines that uh, he can call upon a state for, um, you know, your your guard, but the governor has to agree. I mean, he mm-hmm. he can't force the governor, you know, to provide it. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's it is fully in the hands of the well, governor. We'll have to, to find out about that too. So all right, that's got to wrap it up for this segment. We still got a full half hour to go, so stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 27 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Saturday. It's March 18th, 2023, and uh, Shaman Tobin, half man, half amazing. In Kamloops, Canada, Tommy Gillespie, your morning mayor. We have a caller waiting on the line, so let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK is the number, 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shay. What's up? Hey, Tom, this is Mike. Hi, Mike. Uh, I, I just want to make a comment about Trump and DeSantis. Sure. I, I've kind of got an analogy here. Uh, I've been hearing that Trump's been trashing DeSantis pretty hard this week. Yeah. And and beyond that. But one of my uh, – the analogy is Casey at the bat. It's kind of <laughs> like late in the game, and Trump is mighty Casey at the bat. And we've got men on base, and for whatever reason, he doesn't want DeSantis – in the uh, batter's box as the next hitter, which seems really stupid because if he strikes out, then what? Yeah. We just forfeit the game, or, or what's the deal? Yeah. You know, and so it's it, it really uh, is distressing to me because I'm a big Trump fan, but I I really don't understand his. I, I know he's combative and all, and he and he yeah. wants to win, and so but taking out your teammates seems kind of dumb. Well, you know. I, I agree with that. I, I, you know, there's always been a rule in politics, at least until you get to the debates, you go after the opposition, not your, not your own party. And when you get in the debates, then you can debate back and forth uh, then. But to do it, uh, you know, before, uh, you know, it, it, the people have even been decided who's going to be running for president, uh, I think it's a little, I, I agree with you. I think, I think he's shooting himself in the foot. Well, DeSantis basically has almost no policy differences in Trump for the most part. So I don't mm-hmm. really know why you guys angst up other than yeah. he's out to win, you know, and that's uh, that's mm-hmm. uh, dismaying in my opinion as far as uh, what mm-hmm. what's going to happen when they go toe-to-toe this spring and this summer uh, working into the election cycle a year, year and a half from now. So it's uh, – Mm-hmm. It seems like a bad idea, uh, and and he's also fracturing all of us that support both of them. Well, know, that's uh, that's honestly. that's what a lot of the uh, GOP is thinking. You know, that is Trump going to be the the enemy of the Republican Party rather than uh, the enemy of the Democrat Party. And I and I think also uh, Ronna McDaniel or whoever it is, head of the Republicans, mm-hmm. uh, saying Trump can't debate if he doesn't swear he's going to be behind whoever the candidate is. Well, I understand that. Yeah. If you don't know who that's going to be, you can't carte blanche give you a 100% guarantee that you're going to support him. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm not, I'm not a, a big fan of Romney, and I supported him because he was our only choice, but I wouldn't 
boat for him to hold my coat anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Know? he so, was he uh, was he was uh, the worst of two evils. <laughs> yes, and so and so I understand where Trump's got a little hesitancy there. Yeah. So well, listen, that's all I had. All right. Hey, appreciate thanks it. for the call. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank thanks you. for thanks for. All right. Yeah. What do you think, Shane? DeSantis. Can you yeah. can, can U.S. Code twelve four zero six National Guard and Federal Service. Uh, United States of or any commonwealth or possessions is invaded or in danger of invasion by a foreign nation. There is a rebellion of danger of a rebellion against the authority of government of the United States, yeah. or the president is unable to, with the regular forces, to ex execute the laws of the United States. So those are the only conditions under which the guard can be called up, and they need the approval of the governor. All right. Well. There you go. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, stop calling it gun control. It's civilian disarmament. That's from Kevin. <laughs> it's due, instead of using our tax dollars to bail out SVP, get the money from BLM, all the others that gave <laughs> to, to SVP. That's a good idea. Why yeah, we I? can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, how do Republicans hold all the power yet can't bring criminals to justice, but Democrats uh, push all these hoaxes through and have hearings nonstop? Is there one single Republican with uh, cojones besides Trump? Just one. James Wood uh, is uh, doing that. I would say that, uh, uh, well, shoot, his name just flew out of my head, Shane. Uh, the... Uh, 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 Jordan, Jim Jordan, yeah. I, I would say is is one. Well, uh, in all the committees in the House right now, they are. I mean, they're they're yeah. moving as quickly as they can. Yeah, and they have a you know a protocol and a procedure they have to follow. Uh, you know, the Democrats are did it for seven years now, and so people think that because it's been going on for so long that it happens quickly, and it, it really doesn't. So it's a process and a procedure and a protocol. And uh, you're going to find out a lot. Now, the guy moving the first or the fastest is uh, this uh, chairman of the finance. And, uh, you know, he's, as I said, he's ordered from the Department of the Treasury these reports, uh, you know, that they've refused to provide for the last uh, couple of years, Congressman. And all of a sudden, you know, bam, they get uh, four out of five reports about Biden family members. So they already know and they're waiting for another one, which they're supposed to have on Tuesday. So. It, it, it's just going to take time, and you, you, you know it's only March, really. I mean, two months they've been in this, and they're already getting results that the, that nobody expected. Probably for another, we'd probably take another six months, but it, it, it's it's all going to come to pass. It'll just be interesting to see what your attorney general does, which we all know will be nothing. Yeah. From our text line four seven eight eight two nine eight. You won't read this. You're right. I won't. <laughs> uh, Eagle Man, so there you're, you are. you're such a pleasure. I really enjoy it. It doesn't. Uh, well, the comment didn't add anything to the conversation. Okay. So, uh, you know, if it if it adds no, something, what? if it adds something, I'm all for it. You know, but, well, no, but what's so funny about it is people send in comments like that, right? Yeah. It doesn't add anything to the conversation. Uh, that's it. So. <laughs> Let's take a phone call. 406-522-TALK. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? 
You know, I supported Trump uh, in 2016 because he... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I supported him in 2016 because he gave us a four-year reprieve from what we deserve. But now he needs to swear off any involvement of his daughter and Jared Kushner if he were to go forward. It looks like right now he only wants power. Uh, why he would not retire, I don't understand. Yeah. DeSantis has done a lot of good in Florida, and perhaps he is best kept there. But if Trump won't swear off Kushner, I uh, I won't support him. Well, what, what do you have against Kushner? He created the... The you know the first peace treaty in the Middle East and no, you know, in a hundred years. A, Jared Kushner is a toxic involvement in that administration. For what? What's he's he? What's toxic. toxic? He's not to be. He's not to be trusted. Because in, of in any level. No, but be, his why? Because no, but any what? person that would swear off uh, having been a Christian would then disavow Jesus Christ to become a Jew. Oh, okay, so that, that's your reasoning. That she, uh, to marry him, she yeah, had no, that, 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 that summarizes her. He is a traitorous gang. Because of what? What did he do that was traitorous? I'm, I'm talking about his daughter and Jared Kushner. Jared no, but what Kushner did Jared Kushner do that's traitorous? Jared Kushner is more concerned with Israel than he is with the United States. Okay. Not, you're not. You're that's, that's tra and that's treasonous? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. It's treasonous. All right. He's hey. person, because he's a dual citizen. In, of in, what countries? Israel and the United States. The United States doesn't recognize dual citizenship. You're wrong. Uh, it does between U.S. and Israel. And I don't US think so. And Ireland. You uh, I don't think so. There, King. Well, you I'll look it up, but wrong. I don't believe so. You are wrong. All right. We'll, All right. we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for the call, Vinny. Thank you, Eagle Man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Treaty My Foot, Kushner made an arms deal with Arab countries with no hostilities toward Israel, uh, sold them our latest tech jet fighters. And I think I did just talk about that on the Trump's 10, 10 actions. Uh, yeah. And in return, uh, Arab uh, uh, billions of dollars invested in the United States. So, Bingo. So. So, Okay. Seems to me that the opposition is pulling out all stops to prevent Trump from running. For that reason alone, I would support Trump's bid for office. Well, that's yeah. a good call, but I, I don't think they're, uh, they're opposed to him. They just think they could be a better candidate and have a better chance of winning it. And I say, come come one, come all. Yeah. I, I think Why the more not? people on that podium, when when they start debating for the— you know, the the run up it, or to win the nomination is a good thing because the the podium is going to have like 
Yeah. One, Biden. <laughs> Biden will be alone debating himself. That ought to be interesting. Yeah, why not? So, <laughs> I think you should have popcorn up there. Yeah. Debate popcorn. Of course, yeah. Um, another thing we've got to talk about uh, on the uh, state level here. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, Zakey met with the uh, county commission of Gallatin County to uh, talk about... Uh, well, there's a lot of things going on here. Housing is the biggest uh, issue, Shane, that we face. Nine hundred fifty bucks, or nine hundred fifty thousand for a house inside the county, uh, for a new home, I should say, is the cost. And uh, so they're talking about roadways, uh, lack of building, uh, and uh, boy, just gener- ways to generate uh, revenue uh, to build roads because we have a lot of roads here, but we don't have a lot of people. Well, this uh, indictment of your federal government and the land that they hold west of the Mississippi, 60 percent. Yeah. You know, the Interior Department should, uh, you know, release land uh, to the city or the state or the county, uh, you know, 500,000 acres for people to build on for expansion of these uh, red states. But they don't want to do that because guess what happens? You do that, and more people lose leave blue states. So, and, yeah. and the amazing thing, the people leaving leaving the blue states are the ones with money because they're the only ones <laughs> that can afford to do it. So, yeah. there's so many politics involved; it's incredible. But you know, the Trump's right. I mean, you, the government's got to release properties. They've done it historically. You know, mm-hmm. Lincoln was the last one after the Civil War. You know, to provide hundred and 160 acres in the mule, but mm-hmm. it, it just uh, seems crazy. Uh, you 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 live in the wilderness like I do, and uh, you know we have the same problem here with crown lands, and and the which are controlled by our province. Your gov- federal government controls yours. Yeah, but you know our 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 province could, you know, open up uh, you know more acreage uh, to the city of of uh, Kamloops, which is already to 82 square miles. It's, it's a big city, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but uh, there's just uh, they, they have all these uh, what they call red zones because of, you know, the uh, yeah. elevation issue and so forth, landslides and stuff, you know, to build on. All right. Let's take a call. 522-TALK is the number. Caller, you are on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hi, guys. Um, I just want to make a couple comments. Sure. Um, I have a um, um, niece and nephew-in-law in Guatemala. And they have a dual citizenship with America and Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And um, in the comment about uh, Mr. Trump's family, um, Jews who believe in Jesus are called Messianic Jews. In other words, Jesus, they believe, is, is the uh, longed for and looked for Messiah. So um, if they come to believe on Christ, they can still be Jews. They're still Jews. Yeah. <laughs> but but they're they're messianic Jews. So if that's um, happened in Mr. Kushner's case, or um, uh, uh, his wife's case, that she took on his religion, but she can still believe on Christ. Sure. Um, that that Christ doesn't get in the way. He only enhances. Um, Christ was a Jew. <laughs> people don't realize that. <laughs> Most people don't think about that. So. Um, just anyway, just to comment about that. Sure. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, you guys are doing well. Oh, thanks so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, yeah. Oh, Shane loves deleting, deleting texts is a full-time job. Yeah, I know there's a phone <laughs> ringing in my background. She hung up. Okay. That was that one, yeah. All right, we got about uh, 10 minutes to go here, Shane. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, things we talked about today? Anything you want to hit on we didn't hit on that we should? No, I think I think we've covered a lot of subjects mm -hmm. that people are interested in. I'm just really happy with all the phone calls, yeah. your friendship, and the opportunity to do this every week. I, It just has, has such special meaning to me. And, and my age and with uh, my desire to learn, it, it, it's helpful, so I'm very grateful to you for being your muse. Yeah. And I love all of our listeners, Linda, especially. You're you're terrific, Linda. We love yeah. you, and uh, I hope everyone will join us. You know, at uh, five o'clock your time on Tuesdays and Thursdays for our podcast because we're getting more listeners, so it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we picked and up it, subscribers on YouTube and more people right. are coming over there, so we appreciate and, that. And I, it's probably too early, but you know my hand will be happy, be safe. You know, live well, yeah, in the it's moment. Way too early. <laughs> You know, ten no, minutes. I, I know, but I, I want to take a little moment and say this. You know, living the moment means like every moment of the day is so special. Doesn't matter whether it's personal, or professional, or social. I mean, it's just it's it's so important. And and do what, do something you love. Live to live to work. I mean, get up in the morning and and work because it's something you love. You'll be so much happier. And and uh, so many people work for the man and. You know, they live to work, and that's okay too. But I see a lot of these people, and I don't know they they don't they don't be appear as happy as those who work to live. So you know, coming home to your family happy every day is important, and you know I always talk about that. But you're a great man, and uh, boy, between you, your comments, uh, <laughs> your emails, and your public service announcements. We have to cover all these other subjects. So well done, Eagle Man. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Has any other candidates besides Trump laid out their plans if elected? Well, I think Howie, uh, uh, Haley, rather, uh, uh, said a couple of things that she wanted to uh, do, I believe. Well, yeah, I, you, know, you know, it's uh, America first, though. They're, I mean, they're, they're all Trumps. They're all MAGA people, and... He, all, the only thing Haley said differently is, uh, you know, the term limits. You already have them every two years. It, 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 it doesn't matter what, whether, you know, people are, do or don't want to agree with that, number one. Number two, you know, people taking a test uh, is probably a good idea, but, you know, they, they should just do it. Like, I don't think it needs to be legislated. I don't think it needs to be a requirement, and it's never going to be made into you know uh, part of your bill of rights so yeah, it's it's great it's a it's a great news winder for you know the to, to keep her on stage with something to talk about yeah for sure <laughs> oh well it's been quite a morning shane we've uh, been all over the place today um especially with the callers they've yeah. been great I yeah mean, we've been mm -hmm. uh, we've been fortunate here in spite of the stupid phone lines it's I know there's been a couple of people trying to get in, and and uh, and you know, and you're I'm, getting a lot of you know emails and faxes and texts or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. that that's a good sign. Man. Yeah. 
We have well, a really say, not intelligent everybody... and educated listening audience. Well, some of yeah. them are. Yeah, and not I, everybody I, is comfortable, uh, you know, talking on the air. And I appreciate that. And that's why we created the text line. I, I think a lot of lefts or woke people turn off their hearing aids and, and try and read lips because sometimes they send in comments that just don't make any sense I know. at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sad how you're now uh, censoring texts and editing them. That's what your tribe accused the left of doing. Uh, so I don't think you do that, Eagle Man. You know. You oh, I do. I, I do, Shane. I do. Oh, you do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if they don't add anything to the conversation, uh, why, you know, uh, what what do you want to talk about? How Lincoln handled the Civil War? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could do that, but it's going to be pretty boring radio, I think. So, Well, yeah. it didn't go well for a number of years. You know, he went through <laughs> yeah. five commanders, five, yeah. co five mm -hmm. commanders until yeah. mm -hmm. he found Grant. And, you know, Grant was ruthless. I, I, I didn't mean we should bring up Civil War. I, I'm just making a comment and an observation. <laughs> Uh, Biden is ignoring the border, but that isn't new. How about adding another view? A view of the border? No, a view of uh, uh, a view of <laughs> that uh, the uh, the libs will like. You know, they. Uh, you know, if I could bash Trump in some way, um, you know, I mean, come on, yeah. Well, we've had these conversations for like a decade yeah. how. Yeah. It's incredible how the left, woke, the Democrats, bring up subjects or topics that they try to create uh, this awareness and, and they try to create this need for people to want to hear more about. Transgender for the last two years has just become another topic to divide people. Yeah. Just, that's all it is. That's true. Let's take one more call before we have to go. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Yeah, hey guys, this is Linda, and I was just listening to Shane talk about MAGA people, and um, I didn't hear the whole thing, but I want to remind people, and I'm Shane, I know you know this, make America great again. That's all MAGA people are. Make America great again. We are <laughs> not true. some fringe, crazy, <laughs> lunatic people. We just want to make America great again, and right now we are falling fast. So I'm a MAGA person. If that includes Trump, Great if it includes the Sanders, whatever. I just want this country to stop falling into the abyss. I, I have a real quick question. Don't go. So they say okay. that inflation's at six percent. Your mother, you probably shop for family, or even maybe friends or parents. Wouldn't you say that in the last year that inflation's gone up at least twelve percent? Uh, yeah. Thank I you. Would say that, and I and I think it bears it out. And you know they you know you. They, they include things to sort of um, pretend Reduce things it. aren't happening. But when you take yeah. all, the, you know, take food and fuel and all that, yes, it's, everything's gone way up. Yeah, um, way up. We just got a little piece of steel from Bridger. Steel, $51. It's a tiny oh. trim piece, $51. We wouldn't have paid that because we don't have steel plants <laughs> anymore. We have destroyed this nation very slowly, but now they're on the fast track. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, I just, but I, I can't understand. They speak like Ma of MAGA as though it's a cuss word. And yeah. Like, Make America great again. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, Linda. Appreciate it. Yep. Take care. All right. Thanks for the call. Okay. That's a call from the heart of America and 52% of the voting public. Yeah. There you go. By the way, I'm not a liberal. I'm a conservative who doesn't support liars. Well, do you support success? 
Do you do you support common sense? Yeah, I was going to say common yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Now, were you happy with the uh, one to two percent inflation you had under Trump? Are you happy with the low unemployment? Are you happy with the uh, prosperity? Are you happy with the store shelves being full? No shortage of baby formula. No shortage of of anything. To uh, quite honestly, gas prices uh, below three bucks. Were you happy with all that? I don't know. I was. Oh, and by the way, dual nationality only occurs as if someone's born in another country and as an American. Yeah. Uh, the government allows them to, oh, you know, be get a passport for that country too. All right. So that that's the only case. Okay. I just asked the kid at McDonald's if the shamrock shakes were made from fresh shamrocks. He went <laughs> to ask the manager. We're all doomed. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, <laughs> Thomas. You're my best friend forever, buddy. Be happy, be safe, everyone. Live in the moment. Absolutely right. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to all the callers. Text us and all of uh, those folks that uh, listen to us and support us every week. Don't forget, 5 o'clock uh, every uh, Tuesday and Thursday, we are on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Uh, so uh, get over there and uh, listen live. And you can call in. or Well, you can't call, but you can uh, leave comments. <laughs> all right. That's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, Great job by the Bobcats in a winning, uh, but uh, a losing rather, but I am out of here. <laughs>